0: Don't say anything offensive. <laughs> we are mute, mute. Yeah, mics are unmuted now, so
1: we are good. We are good to go. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Crashing on the Couch podcast. We are here once again to uh, discuss. We're back doing our film discussions. Last week we had our uh, artist interview with our. Actually our highest streamed episode yet Somehow With Tim Powell (laughs) The the, the, uh, master of spray paint Master of spray paint paint, The spray spray paint 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 art art. Why don't you tell the people what we're here to talk about tonight We are
0: here to talk about A very famous anime Ghost in the Shell Actually (laughs) Back to our weeaboo shit
1: Don't say that
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we actually have new mics we, we we are technically official in terms of sound hopefully <laughs> hopefully it sounds good
1: yeah we since we're running the new mics now if you guys if anyone happens to be watching the live stream please let us know in the chat uh if how these things are sounding because we're not gonna be able to really check it till later yep
0: and we have Elliot back uh last time you were on we talked about the... It wasn't the the Academy Awards, was it? We had you on uh, after that, didn't we?
2: Um, that is a really good question. Uh, I think I think it might have been
1: Academy Awards, to be honest. Like twenty twenty before the pandemic, twenty twenty <laughs> Academy Awards. I, know, yeah, I, know, I think that's what we were talking. Well, yeah, it was it was right. Wait, well, well, wasn't it the twenty
0: nineteen? It was the twenty nineteen yeah. year. But yeah, yeah, so. I
2: think that that podcast happened right after the awards happened and we were giving our opinion as to like what what felt like it deserved the awards and which ones. That was the
1: drunk cast. It was. Uh, <laughs> that, that was the that, drunk we cast. We didn't actually title it. Uh, we didn't title it anything to do with the Oscars. We just titled it the, the drunk, drunk cast. cast. The drunk cast. I think um, we had... Uh, I'm looking at the table. There might be another drunk cast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think from here on out, they're pretty much all going to be... Drunk
0: cast. It was... Um we uh, I, I was watching through it the one day like that one mm-hmm. just to remember how ridicu- ridiculous it was so like throughout the entire podcast um cuz it was us three Brennan came in Matt came in and talked for a little bit oh, too shit. I switched from like here down to here back up to the middle everyone switched spots at one point it was the headsets around yeah we were also (laughs) handing the headsets around which we don't have to do anymore as you can see we've upgraded and actually we uh this is two years today yeah we uh first stream we did our first we did episode one
1: the lost episode. The
0: last episode, which I don't remember what we talked about. Neither do I. It, do, it just oh. doesn't exist anymore. What, what did you guys
2: do for that, that episode? I don't remember. Like topic-wise or like how did we lose
0: it? No, no, I was just wondering like <laughs> if you guys even remember it. No, sense. I don't. Is That's the wildest part is I don't remember what we that's did for funny. the first ever uh,
1: topic. I could maybe like meditate and like meditate. search my mind. And maybe come up with an answer for you, but it's probably not going to be truthful. Or I think
3: your first one was just a bunch of bullshit because that was the one where I jumped on the back of the couch.
1: If well might have been, dude, as far like, as I know, I think that because <laughs> I your didn't first even... random
3: like intro I don't even know what podcast yeah. of just like I think you guys maybe talked about like one movie shortly.
1: We might have... that makes that sounds I, about very right. Distinctly yeah, distinctly
3: remember that I jumped on your back. <clears throat>
1: I
0: just, like, it, it was just yeah. wild because, oh, like...
3: Look you guys have them all on the YouTube channel, right? It's not, not, not that bad. one.
0: That one's lost to the history. Oh, I
3: literally... It, oh, I thought you guys like, called it the Lost
0: Podcast. No, it it's, like... The lost it's podcast. It's literally the Lost Podcast. It doesn't exist anymore. All I we know is... We didn't I record it. I remember saying... I, <laughs> I
3: remember saying, fuck you and jumping on your back. And that's about the extent of my... I think that was about the extent of my... Are you,
1: but are you sure? <laughs> that could have just been a random Wednesday, too, though.
3: That also could have been any of the podcasts. <laughs> I remember last All time right. I jumped on you and knocked a drink
1: over. All right, do we want to uh, go uh, across the couch and reintroduce ourselves? Hey, I'll get you, you know, we'll got Do we want to go uh, down the line introduce ourselves and say uh, yeah. what we thought about? The, well, not every, this, if this is your first time listening, oh, wow. and you and I didn't reintroduce ourselves after the uh, first episode. Well, so I so think you know, we need that, to do the shots first. first. Okay,
0: let's do it. (laughs) I think we need to do the shots first. Shout out to uh,
1: Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds Reynolds,
0: Aviation Gin,
1: the smoothest gin. Two years side of the equator.
0: Technically, it's two years of doing the podcast, even though it's it's not technically two full years of doing it. But like, hey, we started it two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, (laughs)
3: man.
2: Ooh. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. I'll get a Mint Mobile next time.
1: <laughs> Alright, do you want to do a quick introduction, names and what we do to a degree? Sounds good. And then we'll get yeah. into it. Sure, why not? Uh, well, I'm Ethan. You guys know that I'm here every week. Uh, this is me and Peyton's couch. <sighs> yes. Uh, make films. and been making films for some time. Made a lot of films with Elliot. Made a lot of films with Peyton. Uh, of a wide variety, short films, mostly student films, but also a feature and a good number of music videos and some advertisements. Uh, so Made that, a lot of movies with me too. And that also it's <laughs> most of the films that I work on. And uh, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some shit. We yeah. are.
0: We're gonna talk some shit today. And I guess I'm Peyton. I'm also the host. I'm here every week, usually. <laughs> uh, used to crash here back when it started I was just crashing on the couch hence ti- the, 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 the title, how got the
1: title. Um, yeah, actually
3: where it came from was you just fucking kept crashing on our
1: couch yeah yeah and we, the premise was like we would do episodes when random people slept on this couch and we would interview them but like that never really happened we, we could, could pick that up it's that's just not that good of a premise no it's <laughs> not <laughs> didn't
3: you spend an entire two hours talking to Savannah about random
1: shit yeah but that was kind of planned but she I did sleep fun. on the couch that night, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then, uh, yeah, we're. I mean, we're talking about Ghost in the Shell, and uh, I mean, I work on film stuff too, just not that much. Doing a Phantom of the Opera short, actually, that's pretty fun. <laughs> you watch a
1: lot of anime. We can say <laughs> I, that.
0: Yes, I do. Well, not anymore. I used to. Not anymore. I haven't watched. Uh, I don't remember the last time I watched a like a show, honestly. So, but anyway. Mm.
2: And I've. You've also probably seen me on the show at least once or twice. Um, Veteran of the couch. Veteran of the couch. Veteran of the couch. Many moons ago, I was here. Um, My name is Elliot, and I'm also... um, uh, I I did a bunch of film with these guys. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm just kind of like your, you know, film head, visual head, you know, always overanalyzing details in in movies, whatever it may be. Um, I'm always going to be obsessing over them. Uh, just kind of like a guy that, um, is down for, uh, really, really cool, uh, creative visual works, honestly, you know, uh, broadening that beyond movies, even into, you know, music videos,
1: whatever it may be. So, um, I'm glad to be here. Whenever I, uh, don't have an answer to a technical question, whenever I don't know the answer to a technical (laughs) question, I text Elliot or call him and uh, (laughs) and then he either answers it or he tells me to ask Reddit, ask Reddit, (laughs) always ask Reddit.
2: Um, I'd I, I like to have a disclaimer that, like Reddit in general as a social platform, is is, is, is very cringe. <laughs> as, 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 um, in terms of in, in terms of breadth of knowledge, actually, I, I found that if you want a very quick answer to a very like you know factual question, um, what, whether it be like what do you recommend using for this or this or like any problem with this or this, um, I find either it's it's usually either a Stack Overflow, Quora. reddit if you type in your question and then do reddit in google chances are you'll find your answer there
1: is i found there is a good uh color grading community yeah yeah i have uh asked quite a few questions too.
2: They, the p- people who work at, at Aerie are, are on the like art slash cinematography um. s- subreddit. It's, <laughs> it's so sick because they're just there to like answer your questions and like sometimes I'm not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and they'll always chime in and be like, well, that's actually not true and I'll tell you why and I'll be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little baby. You Damn know? right. <laughs> they yeah. were like,
1: can you attach us a picture? I'm like, I won't let me attach a picture. They're like, you got to use Imgur, idiot. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I use Imgur. Is yeah. it Imgur or Imgur? Um, Depends on what side of the Mississippi you're on. Is it Gif or Jif? Depends on what part of, you, <laughs> what side of the country you're on. <laughs> I
2: always said, I, I always said Imgur, actually. Um, I, 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 I also Im- always said Gif. I'm a very I I'm always very, say Gif. I'm pro Gif. I'm, I'm a pro-guh, not juh pronunciation, (laughs) so that's why it's gif and GUR. you know? It stands Um, for graphics. It it stands for graphics, but then, like, the fucking inventor of the the gif or jif says that it's pronounced jif, which is dumb that's you know, slander uh, that's slander the, the offer death of the author yeah it, it, it reminds me of this very funny tweet that was very brief but i think it was very funny and just the brevity of it where it was just all it said was what if what if f scott fitzgerald ro- like rose from their grave and just said it's pronounced jatsby and then died again <laughs> 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 <The great> <laughs> <Jatsby>. <laughs> the great I'm just going to
3: put a distant input for whoever can hear me. If you pronounce it, Jif, you're a fucking
1: heathen. <laughs> heathen. <laughs> Correct. Dude,
0: right. what, is, what, what is this? This is a. Is this the original image? Shh. Oh. Uh, uh, we're looking
1: at the archives right now. No, no, no. It's, uh, the archives. Yeah, Let's just close that in case we have to screen share. Uh, later. <laughs> yeah, let's, close, <laughs> let's close my tax information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're at it. All right. So, do we want to start it off? Do we want to talk about uh, first impressions versus the rewatch? I think you've only watched. Well, it I've only January, watched so it that, once. That'll be interesting. So um, um, that,
2: that's actually so that that's actually a really good metric. I think that we should start with that because you've seen it twice now. Yes, both of you. Yeah, both of me. But you've seen it now, dub and sub. Yeah, Because
1: first, yeah, first time was yeah, dub, yeah, yeah, so, yeah.
2: Sub. You saw it one time in sub, and I've seen it several times, both
1: sub and up how many times Elliot are, you, watched, are you and, and you it's gotta kind of be like 10 and you watch multiple of the <laughs> like the other ones right like, this, like the like the the sequels and the spin Oh, uh, so like no, the, the, I
0: thought you have, and you, I thought you have.
2: Oh uh, man, unfortunately, I think that this is where our our, our like knowledge ceiling, I think, ends. Because like, oh. I, I I I've not seen. I, I've seen bits and pieces. Of I'm the actually. Sequels. I prefer that.
1: I'd rather just keep it focused to the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, like, I, don't I don't want to talk about like the other ones.
0: It was just like,
1: you know. It, i'm not interested in the war of ghosts in the show to be honest with you
2: yeah because i i know that like i i've definitely seen like bits and pieces of the sequels and like the uh, other adapted works but um i I, you know if we would do want to touch on that i can probably give like some input but um but in in general i think that yeah it probably is that we just know like the original movie now you've read it um i've i i've Done like a nice like skim through of it. Oh, okay. I, I I do have like the uh like the actual like manga with me. Yeah, let's show it off.
0: Yeah. Let's show it off now. I, I for yeah. some reason it, I, it, it seems like the do... autofocus is like messing up. I don't know why. But
1: yeah, so right, this is the part where you want to uh turn the cast off if you have kids on here. For if you if you're watching this with your family, turn <laughs> oh, it off. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the cover. <laughs> <not laughs> right no no right you're off, off you're off you're yeah, 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 right. off. You have to the, the cover it right there. Yeah. Yeah. very Uh, good yeah Yeah, yeah. cover (laughs) up cover up the nipples that that makes it uh friendly for youtube
2: yeah um so the manga came first obviously um and what's interesting uh is you know this this isn't pertaining to the to our first question but i did want to kind of just like add a a quick like um just like note in terms of the the theatrical adaptations for ghost in the shell um which is that uh the the original from 1995 which you know we're going to be talking about versus the most recent adaptation that is highly controversial um one major thing that i've noticed from the actual manga is that they both they both borrow different things in a sense from the manga itself however um in my opinion i think it is clear as day as to which one is executed i think the most cleanly um one thing that you'll see with you know one thing that you that you often see with the with the Scarjo adaptation is that they, they focus a lot on aspects that are, I'd say, um, less philosophical than like the nineteen ninety five mm. uh, film and stuff like that, but. Mm. We're not talking about the 2017 one. I just no. figure that I had that small small detail think, in. And I think,
1: and also, the public opinion has spoken that the Scar Joe adaptation is not what people are interested in. Yeah, nope. and also, we're, we're, Matrix Three
0: almost... animated is also like a bad adaptation as well. The what? The new, the newest Matrix. Uh, <laughs> the
1: newest Matrix. Uh, <laughs> we'll yes. get
0: into how how Matrix borrows uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a that like a the newest so, Matrix movie. That
1: being said. Uh, we're talking spoilers I guess I guess if you haven't figured out if you're a new viewer you should we should let you know that this is going to be full of spoilers for 1995 Ghost in the Shell it's 26 years old uh, it's probably been spoiled for you at this point anyways uh, but we're not going to really discuss any spinoffs or sequels or anything nope. so yeah. do we want to talk with that do we want to talk, talk in, about our first impressions, first impressions? do you, you want to go I, I should go, go first, first because he's, he's the he's virgin to Ghost in the Shell
0: yes um so I really liked it I'm glad that I knew going in That it was a very philosophical movie um, I liked what it had to say Honestly um, I I mean it's pretty obvious that Like after watching it I was like oh wow there's a lot of aspects Of the Matrix In this but it's because like Matrix Borrowed a lot of Took a lot of ideas um, And made it their own obviously they Not like they stole anything You know, they made it their own, but there's a lot of not only borrowed, um, like, ideas of the philosophical aspects of the movie, but also, like, imagery. There's a lot of similar shots to it, um, which is sick. Um, I really like both, and I love it when, like, movies take ideas from anime anime, um, and animation in general and make it their own because, um, I mean, I animation and anime is a phenomenal media and deserves credit where credits do so uh when i see big media sources um taking ideas from them i get really happy for uh from it so but um overall thoughts i want to watch it again <laughs> i think i can definitely get more out of it the more i watch it um but i really enjoyed
1: it i really liked it a lot so um yeah, very cool, very cool. All right, would you, you mind if it? I went next? Since yes. we'll go in order, Let's of go in incre- order. Like increasing number of views, number of
0: views, number of yes. views. Slash knowledge, because he, d- yeah, you have the most knowledge, yeah, yeah, honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say the first time I watched it, I kind of do the thing. I try to do the thing that I do with every uh, film, especially if I know it's a bit more cerebral. Um, is kind of just go completely like clean slate, open minded, and see like see how it strikes me the first time. It's been like probably two years since you and I watched it originally, so I don't really remember a whole lot of what I what I will say that I do remember. I don't remember a whole lot of my first impressions. Make
0: sure you're talking in this direction, just Uh, just to be safe. I
1: don't I don't really remember like a whole lot of my first impressions, um, other than like it was it didn't quite live up to the hype that I was expecting because I was like, oh, everybody like. There's a million-in-one breakdown videos of Ghost in the Shell on YouTube. There's a 1000000 in It's, like, a very iconic piece of media, you know? Uh, and I was kind of like, oh, that's it. But then uh, on One Element, I was, like, expecting, like, like a very grand, like, Nolan-esque film. Mm. And it didn't really deliver on that end. But it also, like... Delivered in a way that a lot of foreign films do Where it's like very like Tight in what it's trying to say And has like a lot of like Very deep shit in a small amount of time Yeah um, And then Upon this And I didn't really feel I felt like the first time I watched it I was like I enjoyed it for sure And I really appreciated a lot of the uh, The visual design, The visual um the visual storytelling The visual design The shot composition uh, But I Didn't like I didn't really like, I didn't get like lost in the movie like I do in, in some other films. Mm. The second time, like when we watched it, uh, I guess last week, uh, I enjoyed it a lot more because I kind of already knew what the story was going to be and I knew I was watching it for this podcast. So, like, I was like paying attention to the uh, the different, like, the different philosoph- philosophy that was in it, the different uh, commentary on society that was trying to make, the. It's a really, really fucking deep movie. There's, the, like, so much going on. I
0: love the questions that they ask, like, throughout yeah. the movie. Like, the boat scene is, like, in... That's, like, such a critical part of the movie, too. And it's also, yeah. like, it makes you... Ju- it, 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 what they talk about on the boat is, like, whoa. All right. It's, we're, it, we're,
1: we're talking about some shit right now. And it's, like, it does really make you think. And it's great. I, th- I think this is, like, a difference between, like, American films and maybe foreign films. In a way, because it's only an hour and a half long, it feels like a short film, because it's like very like an American film that would deal with like this many like heavy deep concepts would be a two and a half hour film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell is an hour is like there's an hour less. Okay. You know what I mean? Like like The Dark Knight is like at two what two, two, forty five? and it's got a shit ton of philosophy in it. Mm. Ghost in the Shell is an hour in and, th- and, and thirty minutes. So yeah. there's no like there's no side plots. There's no like. There's not a whole lot of character developments. There's not like a bunch of like maybe there, there is character development, but there's not like a little tiny like love interest. There's no B plot,
4: no. You know, there's no, no love
1: interest B plot or like there's not a lot of time of like uh, the major alone. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's just like straight philosophy and violence for like an hour and a half, which is <laughs> really really cool.
0: Well, yeah, and um, the it, it allows the pacing because like most times like a very philosophical movie can feel slow yeah and like yeah i mean like there's slow por- portions where there's like it gives you time to like take in what what they were just talking about but it's still like a sh- in a short amount of time where it's like y- you start to think about it and you're like huh and then it jumps into the next like part and it's like r- it, it, the pacing's really well done yeah. and that it like it being shorter helps out that um those gaps because maybe like uh, maybe even like two hours it might actually get pretty boring honestly
1: but it doesn't. There's like no there's no filler. No. In this no. film, other than like the opening credits where you see how she's built, there's no filler. But that's the opening. Yeah, I mean that's something that like a lot like. I would say that There's
2: some breathing space as well. Like, yeah, um, there's some breathing space. Um, it's
1: not, breathing space is different than filler.
2: Y- yeah, that's true. We, we do have that one montage scene, which which does include like the like the opening score as well. Whenever she's on the on the boat, I believe, going through the city and it's raining. Oh, mm, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Which you know, I, I think that that it, it does serve good as like almost like a breathing point and like an introspective as to like I feel like that's almost like the like the um like like the like the middle point of the movie, almost like a. Uh, uh like 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 an intermission per se because i I believe like you know after that entire rain sequence with with that score as soon as that ends then all of a sudden we get uh we get you know the person getting you know we we, we get uh uh project 2501 5201 getting hit by the truck yeah yeah, And, like, that, like, begins, like, the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I feel like it definitely serves as, like, a good midpoint. But, but yeah.
0: So, um, I mean, over so overall thought, quick overall thoughts on your second viewing of
1: it. Oh, uh, I liked it a lot more, especially now that I kind of know what was going on. Um, I, I don't know who said this when we were watching it, but I, I think Riley said this. I was frustrated by the sub that, like, they talk. It's, it is so dense. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and yeah. It, yeah. It, it's hard to read that fast. And I wasn't able to, like, simultaneously, like, appreciate the visuals and read because of how fast they're going. You know what I mean? And that's, for what it's worth, I, like, I watched, I think I watched, like, I don't only, I'm not, like, a, like a uh, only dub guy. You know Like, City of God, I'll watch subbed. You know what I mean? But you can read it. Like, you can read it in real time. Yeah. You know? um, That frustrated me. But other than that, I was kind of just like, holy fuck, there's a lot here that I did not pick up on the first time.
0: Um, all right, and yeah. then your quick analysis before we go because we are gonna go deeper into it, um which really quick like after he's done with his, I would like to talk about the animation first, yeah, absolutely, just yeah. just so that we can talk about the philosophical stuff like longer. I, yeah, yeah so.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, just first impressions, like how how I took it the first time I saw it, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, uh, and, then, and upon then like the the many many other times you watched other, it. Yeah, like what you don't have to talk
0: about every single times. viewing, but like just the, the first they time all, and then how they the rest. rest. Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: first time I saw this film, it was it was again it was um, I think that it was like before I even went went to college, went to university. I, it was like you know I, w- I think I was a senior in high school whenever I like I, I learned about the film and I was like all right. Might as well give it like a watch and stuff like that, and it was like you know some like uh, like one two three movies or some shit, you know. Like I'm, I'm like going online to like <laughs> was everything reversed?
1: Like, everything mirrored?
2: Um, no, I mean like it looked pretty like okay, but like you know this is like what MPEG like four quality, like you know. It's not very, <laughs> it's, it was it was a very compressed like version of the movie. That's how I
0: watched Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it. just it's just fucking, you
2: know, It's just what you can take at the time, but mm-hmm. I think I remember like yeah, first time I saw it, um. I really kind of resonate with like what Ethan was talking about, where like it was really hyped up as this being this very landmark film, in a sense where you, you know you expect so much and you expect like this big like oh whoa first time you watch it you're gonna get that big catharsis you're gonna get that big like this
0: grandiose grandiose feel. grandiose
2: and be like <clears throat> wow now that was good, um, but I think like a common theme that 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 we've kind of been seeing here is that um, is that this movie doesn't give you that immediately you, you have to work for it and by work for it i mean like you have to, you have to see it like you know like a, a few more times to actually kind of like appreciate what it's like trying to say as well as the whole like ethos and the theme and the and the overall um styling of the movie you kind of get like like a feel for it and it was one of those things where you know like the first time i saw it i didn't like you know it, 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 we were talking about the length of the film like i felt it was like oh shit like that's it that's the end of the movie that, that that's the end of the movie. Cause, <laughs> Right at the end, you know, she is brought into this new body, and she's looking over the city, and it's just like, oh, well, well, fuck, I, I guess, you know, they're just, they're just one now, and stuff like that. And it was hard for me to kind of wrap, wrap my mind around, you know, all the logistics because, it first watch, I did not expect all of these, you know, kind of like, uh, corporate political fiascos, you know, that 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 are really prevalent throughout the whole movie. It remind, you know, what it reminded me of. It reminded me, of, and you know, I. It reminded me of of uh, fucking Star Wars Episode One, and I wasn't someone who went into the theater to see Star Wars Episode One. I was a little baby, you know. Yeah. But like, if I can imagine what that kind of was like, um, obviously, you know, this being the better movie, but if I can imagine what what that was like, you know, you know, Episode One was just a movie filled with like, you know, a lot of like political like conflict and a lot of like corporate conflict, very dialog heavy and stuff like that. And I think that that was one thing that just kind of caught me off guard with my first watch of Ghost in the, so- Ghost in the Show. And it wasn't until, like, after uh, a few more watches that I could really track and understand, like, the different plot points and what was actually happening throughout that, you know, um, that quarrel within, like, the corporations, like, the, that, that inter like quarrel and inter-international quarrel. As to like, you know, like whose fault is this and and, and that kind of deal that that is really, you know, like that's that's the, 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 the meat of the plot of this movie is literally just like people trying to figure out, like, who's to blame what's going on with this, you know, this this hacker
1: uh you mean you like know. sector 9 and sector uh sector 6, going six going sector headed headed yeah, yeah. essentially Section the CIA and, and the six. CIA going mm-hmm. up against each other yeah, 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 or, yeah, or yeah. any other government agency
2: and, and 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 it was essentially like you know this it was this kind of like uh it, it was this this uh methodology or this um or or this like or this like train of language that you that you just kind of had to like have to like process and wash out and like wash like your your mind with a bunch of times to kind of understand like the like the like the uh like the causality details as to like what leads up to you know what ends up being the climax of the film but i think that you know um after my first watch it left me very curious and that was the whole reason why you know i wanted to get like a hard copy so i could you know watch it a bunch of times and i think once once i did get my own hard copy and i would like watch with with more people it's you know i'm, I'm so glad it is one of those films that you can just pick out more and more new things, and, uh, you know, once you do get, a, like, a hang of, you know, like, the whole plot, you end up realizing, like, you were saying, this is a very, like, condensed, you know, to-the-point plot, even though it might think that, it, you know, drags on with dialogue that seems a bit redundant, and actually, you know, uh, everything that is said, uh, regarding, you know, section six and, and section nine and, 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 whatever, and whatever the fuck it may be, it's very integral to, like, the, the, uh, the, the interplay as to, you know, what causes, you know, Motoko and, and the puppet master to kind of like meld into one at the end. And that I think I, I, I get to appreciate more and more with each watch with, with each watch because it's it, I think that, that, that my, that my, my um, like, I think one of like the, 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 the main things that I'm beginning to kind of like understand the whole thing is like what it's saying about the creation of like, artificial intelligence and like the in the creation of life inadvertently within this like um, within this internet subsystem that it's essentially it's essentially a story like it's essentially telling a story of like um, meaning and seeking more for essentially things that are not entirely human which you know I don't think I really entirely grasped onto my first watch and I think the more and more that I watch that you can't you really do kind of like understand you know Motico's, you know um you know what 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 what, what motivates Motico and like what motivates the puppet master so on and so forth and um it gets really really interesting the more and more you see it
0: so yeah, i was really glad to know that it was a very philosophical movie going into it i mentioned that when i watched, when i first said it but knowing it's a philosophical movie when you go into it does help out a lot with your first viewing. It sets your ex- it because it, it changes your expectations. Yeah. So for right. anybody that's watching that hasn't seen it yet, first of all, we all highly recommend it. Extremely highly recommend it. Um if you haven't seen it yet. But just know going into it, it's a philosophical movie. So um just know. Alright. All right. Um, so I
1: got questions, but you said you want to talk about the animation. I wanna, wanna get into that.
0: I wanna gush on the animation because the animation is fucking amazing. It's so good, especially for the time. Like the opening sequence is insane, and then throughout the movie they're just like, "Oh yeah, like so like reflection reflection anything that has to do with like reflection is insanely hard to do in animation." And so they just did it throughout the entire movie. And, like, the sequences when there wasn't any dialogue where they were just doing, like, montages of, like, the city and just, like, clips of the city and just other things, people walking around. Almost all of them were reflection shots with the rain and everything. And it was just literally them just flopping around how big their dick is. Like, oh, yeah, we're just that fucking good at animation and we're just going to show it off. The cybernetic it's, cock. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's just insane because... Um, so i mean if you don't care about the philosophical reasons if you care about animation by any means it is easily worth the watch because it's so good yeah
2: you know the, the 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 entire animation aspect and like how how you know how they chose you know each you know to, down to each cell as to you know like what the framing what the what, what the lighting the, the color all, all that kind of stuff the, the motion of this film that that is something that really kind of like captures you i feel even when it comes down to you know just you know if you're watching any you know anime movie this this kind of really captures you know what that kind of style was like during like the mid 90s that is like an era that we are not in anymore it's it's yeah. it's it is it is something that's really capturing exactly like how animation was done back then and i think it you know kind of what you're saying about like you know the the finesse of it all that is What what we're looking at is essentially um, a piece of an era where detail was was carefully thought over in terms of what you are drawing and what is going to be animated onto the next cell and what is going to remain static, and um, you know that 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 same kind of thing uh, still exists today. But I I definitely think that there there is a realm of like discipline that exists in hand drawn cell where like it's not just a matter of uh, you know, choosing you know which 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 algorithm or which process or which pipeline you're going to use in a program. Instead, it's, it's going to be like how what kind of fucking work do you really want to draw with your hands um, in that next cell or for the next like fifty or a hundred cells? And that is like a that is a crucial that is like crucial decision making or anything because you know um, I, I I what I was thinking about when you were talking about animation was that opening sequence, especially whenever you know especially whenever like, you know, through that whole process there, there, there's a point where she's being lifted out of this substrate and as she's being lifted out, um, she takes this, this almost like uh, teal substance with her coating her body mm-hmm. and it almost acts as like some kind of skin coating that eventually flakes off, like, you know, uh, into the air and then we see her, her, her true skin color. And I, I think that like, you know, just that careful planning and that careful like, you know, discipline of like how that's going to be animated is really what made things in those era like stand out because it's, 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 you know, it is that real attention to detail of, you know, um, what do we want to show? What do we want to animate and stuff like that in choosing the right mm-hmm. thing to animate or the right detail to show in a scene um, is really like make or break, especially for like the medium of that time. Um, that, you know, you know, I, I kind of, one thing that, that we were talking about like last week, like right after the viewing was kind of like a comparison, uh, like a like an analog to digital comparison yeah where, where you have yeah. like you know where you have uh analog animation versus digital animation and we were talking about how it's not an exact analog between you know analog film and digital film in a way um but i, I th- one thing that i that that i really thought about in regards to that is is the is the sense or the notion that like you still have masters of film that are making you know like major major hit movies today um you still have masters of of celluloid and like of lighting and stuff like that that where you only have like essentially like one facet like the camera that has changed but you know they, they might have this mastery this masterful skill of lighting and stuff like that and we can see that we can see that we, we've seen like these masters you know gracefully translation from you know film into digital and their and their skills like you know shine through and through and we still have people shooting in film you know still like day to day to day but i like you simply do not see films that are animated like this anymore mm-hmm. and that's what kind of preserves them in that sense where like you know this is how things were done then And it's, it would be, like, incredibly difficult, you know, for it to happen today. We we were talking about how, like, it would be so sick if it it did happen today. It would be really sick
0: if there was just, like, a group of, like, animators to be, like, um, like, just a group of animators or, like, a studio to just be, like, you know what, like, we want to do, like, a hand-drawn movie. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you know, just, like, once. I think that would be, like, really sick. Um... Just to see. And obviously, it's not that simple. Like, obviously, that's, like, years of work, of talent. Like, you can't just simply pick it up. Like, that's something of, like, you just have done for, like, all your life, basically. So, it's, like, it can't be done anymore. You would have to have, like, a studio. Like, you'd have to have a studio be like, all right, we want to... We were gonna do a hand drawn animated movie, and they would have to like start now, and it wouldn't be made until like 10 years or even like 15 years from now because they would have to learn how to do hand drawn stuff. It would, it, it, and that's like impossible to even ask for. It would just be, it would be sick, but like it. it it's just like how difficult it is. There's a
1: lot of economics behind that. Yeah. Like how much is that going to cost? That's a lot of fucking.
0: That's a lot of dedication for the artist too, to be like, you know, like everybody, it would have to be like a passion project, but it would have to be a passion project for like an entire studio. So they would all have to be dedicated to doing it, to learning that style and learning all of it. It, It's just like, I mean, like I, I don't think it'll ever happen, but like, it's I, just, I like, it like, something that would be, like, wow, like, that. that's, you know.
1: I mean, I, to, I, to summarize the conversation from mm. the other day, in a way, like, uh, to, for, for, like, a filmmaker to pick up, like, an uh, 8mm or, like, Super 35 uh, reel is more expensive than to pick up, like, an Arri Alexa, which is digital. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, the... the It's still, like, you can still afford to do it. Like, it's, it's yeah. still reasonably, like, affordable for a studio to do. Whereas, like... Paying a team of animators to animate by hand, like a feature film, is way more expensive than paying a bunch of like the margin between uh, digital and uh, analog cinema is small compared to the margin between digital and analog animation. Yeah, it's why Cuphead is a lot bigger margin.
0: It's why Cuphead is such an enigma of a game because it's all hand drawn and it's like that. I mean, that was a passion project. In 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 um in actuality, and it's why that game will honestly stand test. Of I time. think it could happen
1: so. in a few decades though. Like I think it's gonna. I think it could take time where like it's gonna take time for like, uh, worldwide markets for hand drawn anime to become large enough because they're pretty. They're getting. They're a lot bigger now than they were in '95. Retro but is like, a style. Yeah, Retro is but, big right now, but it, it would just take it might a take lot a few time. more decades for that that worldwide market to be big enough to be able to like truly greenlight a project. Yeah, and yeah. and
0: like I said, it would have to be one studio, and everyone would have to be like dedicated and like expect not a lot of pay, and it's solely for the art form of it more or less. That yeah. that, that that's but like I, I think that's what normal, I'm trying to I get. Think it's that's what I'm for
1: possibilities to. in a few yeah. decades. I think yeah. I think in a few decades people are going to get tired of the digital anime style and they're going to be like craving like that style from the 90s. you Yeah, yeah. Eventually there'll be like, a like a large enough global market for that to be like worth investing in.
0: Um, I, yeah I, I would agree
2: one of the, like, the major things that I'm just now thinking about this, this aspect about reviving this style of analog anime in a sense um, is reminding me of like various times in history wh- where we will see the technological uh, singularities If I'll just call it right now that occur during these times of what we may call like um, excellence in craft if mm, you will mm. and um, there are like a few examples of this where you can uh, kind of like draw the 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 uh, the implications of this amazing te- piece of, te- of of technology is around at this time, and this is how it's going to come to market, and it's literally so dependent on to it's it's literally so dependent on like what that time frame looked like, and in hindsight, you know, when we look back on that piece of history, we see, oh my God, the way that they were doing those things was so good. Why is that? Lo- why is that? You know, trapped in time. And I think that you can kind of, um, you can kind of like draw many, 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 many like similarities to this in history, especially when it comes to you know, this is what they had at the time. This is how they did it, and they had it, and they did it this way, um, because this is you know what they had essentially was like all the pieces came together. And I think that uh, from at least a technological standpoint, um, I'm going to make the the weird kind of like analogy of uh, DSD. Which is you know if anyone there watches even knows what the fuck I'm talking about, real kudos to you. But um, essentially, DSD was a technology kind of pioneered by Sony and Philips at the turn of the century, uh, in the '90s, and DSD was supposed to you know change the music industry. It was it was essentially this technology which you know is still like an incredible piece of you know audio you know. Uh, of it is still an incredible piece of like audio technology even to this day, but you know it's it's a completely dead format. No one, near near no one, m- it makes like any DSD records right now. But to kind of like give people like an understanding of what DSD is, it's essentially like the only other e- like extent um, encoding scheme for how music is recorded digitally. So every all music by extent, like 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 the only other version of recording music or a sound wave in a digital manner so for instance like you know this podcast is being sent you know across the internet and it's going uh you know through your speakers but before it gets to your speakers has to be encoded by a DAC which is a digital analog converter and the digital analog converter is converting PCM into an analog waveform and PCM stands for pulse code modulation and PCM basically in layman's terms what it does is that it's mapping points on a Coordinate plane as to you know where the waveform is, and that's what PCM is. It basically like maps that out. Hmm. Um, and I'm really not going to get into get into the details <laughs> as to what DSD does, but it essentially takes um, it, 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 it takes the concept of recording sound and does it in, and does it in a very different way, where instead of um, instead of it being pulse code modulation, it's actually pulse density modulation. So essentially, the waveform is dictated by how dense these pulses of data are. And in the audiophile community, you know, if we think of, if we think of like, you know, if we think of ourselves as, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to use the pretentious term, but film auteur, if we want to compare the, the audiophile community to like the, the, to the film auteur community,
1: <laughs> auteur. Um, we're Somebody. kind of, we're Somebody. kind of, <laughs> it, you know, we're kind of at a
2: crossroads in that same thing, where uh, with the audiophile community, um, like hands down agrees that DSD sounds far superior Far superior than PCM because it actually it, it mimics how sound actually sounds to our ears far better than PCM does, um, and you know if we go to us we we we, we, we are we're in that sense we're in that state where we're like you know this 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 entire like art form and how detail was you know uh, thought of and how this is so like great and like adorned you know uh, we 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 prefer this over uh you know modern anime but i think the an- end the, the analogy breaks down there because um in, in like audiophile sense it, like in, in, in an in the audiophile realm they truly believe that dsd is better than PCM. but honestly i think that we're just uh, we're just on a matter of preference for, yeah. for, for, for for you know old anime to to recent anime are um, you kind
1: of saying like like uh digital versus vinyl like d- yes it, 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 like like a yes. much more like a much a uh, much more pretentious version of that much yeah larger yeah, yeah. version of a, that much larger version of this again not, not to be a dick saying pretentious well obviously. no but like hey just being a dick no
2: yeah i mean i agree with you but my still my, going my analogy that i'm uh general, that so. my analogy that i'm making there with dsd is so incredibly niche it's insane it is so like like no one like i'm probably the only one within like like a 10 mile radius who owns a fucking essay <laughs> a super audio cd like no
1: one uh, who is it it better be it better be Lil Pump Lil Pump or or, 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 is it the Yeezus album tell me it's the tell me it's the Yeezus album oh 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 (laughs)
2: like which SACD I mean like I don't know if you do honestly like SACDs were pretty much like not even made after 2007 so so
1: what is it What is it?
2: Oh, well, I own a few. I mean, honestly, dude, they're they're, they're mostly... uh, (laughs) I'm actually
1: curious. um, What what rate's high enough for Elliot to own it in this really high-quality format? Oh,
2: well, to be clear... um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) To be clear... I mean, some of this (laughs) you just had to
1: find (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, let me be crystal clear. To
2: be crystal clear... um, And we are, because of the mics. The the, the (laughs) SACDs that I own are not ones that I necessarily seeked out just because I was like, yes... I've always wanted to listen to this. Okay. And on, like, SACD. I, I mainly wanted wanted to, like, have this just because it was there for cheap at a reasonable price. And I was like, oh, shit. This is, this, like, I've seen reviews, and this is apparently a very good master on SACD. Yes, I would like to give it a listen. Oh. Out of curiosity. And that's why I literally have them. Because I'm not going to like go out of my way like you know and it's because they were like as cheap as they were at purchase like i'm not gonna go out of my way to bur- to like burst like to like bust a hundred dollars on like an essay CD of Rhapsody in Blue y- like on like you know New York Symphony Orchestra but the only reason why I have an SACD an essay CD of Rhapsody in Blue is because it was for $3 at this little game store called The Exchange here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I was like, you're kidding me. This so is an SACD changes. amongst all these other CDs. Uh. And it's Rhapsody in Blue. Sure, I will see how good this sounds. And sure enough, it sounds pretty fantastic. Um, I think some of the more like, notable SACD releases are um, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Which has a very, very solid SACD release. A very hard SACD release to get is uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Um, and I, it's I think, probably
0: really expensive.
2: It, it is, yeah, yeah, that's one of the more expensive ones. But w- one of the ones that, that, that I did have that I had to pay like $20 for because I was really, really curious to see how it sounded was Dire Straits, Brother in Arms. That's, that's, that's the, that's the album that has, uh, you know, I won my MTV, it's Money for Nothing. Yeah. Mm. Have you heard that song? No. I have. I Money have. for Nothing by Dire Straits. Yes. That on SACD actually does sound very, very incredible, but Again, to kind of bring us back on topic, imagine this is me hunting for like the, the like like the crispiest like vintage anime amongst like the sea of modern. That's that that that's like my analogy that I'm making here. But so sorry. Oh no no keep going. Finish finish. My off. last kind of like tangent, kind of like <laughs> to, to, to bring this all together is the reason I bring this up is because um, what I was talking about in the beginning is like the reason why SACD existed in the first place is because it was the turn of the century. And iPods were not a thing yet. iPod, the, like the iPod and the MP3 player, essentially destroyed SACD because who would pay an extra ten bucks to get an SACD when they could just put a thousand songs on their iPod? That's the whole reason why it died. But at the but but at the time, why? But at the time, whenever SACD did exist, whenever CDs were still like very ubiquitous, SACD was like a premium format. It was like this this is as this is as good as it as it's ever going to get yeah. in their eyes at that point in history. SACD was like. The technical prowess of the audio industry, one could argue, and I like to think of f- films like Ghost in the Shell or Akira during, you know, the late 20th century. I feel like, you know, at that point, you had people working on those films and them thinking to themselves, this is our this this is the height of our technical prowess that we can possibly give to the public. Okay.
4: okay. And I
2: think that that's where like those analogs kind of like show. You I, I, you, you could draw that like many like kind of like similarities to other things in time, where um, you know as, I, I think that like on on the technical aspect, you'll see that like some of these things from, from, from some of these things some of these things were
0: so good. Oh, it's going off right <laughs> yeah, now. No, yeah. I love it. I love it. You could make <laughs> so
2: many similarities from a technical aspect. Uh, when it comes to like technology that has gotten better over time especially when it comes down to like things that were really op for the time that they came out Mm. but i think what but i I think that you know like it it, it is really imperfect to compare like these like technological feats to you know art like anime because anime is like timeless and it was never like you know um and it was never like inherently like you know bad or like not 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 worthwhile at the time you know that was like worthwhile uh, and I think that it's aged gracefully today I just don't think a lot of these technologies have aged gracefully but at the time you know I think that only like historians and like people who can really who can really like even you know use it to te- use this technology can still appreciate it because the average person isn't going to like appreciate a CD it's lost to like the world and I think that like a very very common analogy I can bring is like the PlayStation 3 because the PlayStation 3 at the time was a fucking supercomputer. It was a fucking supercomputer. Ken Kutaragi who was the he was the entire chief of making the PlayStation 3 come into existence was like he was like obsessed with it. This was his this was his like this was his nest egg. Everything everything had to be everything had to be the PlayStation 3. They literally made a fucking partnership with IBM to make something called the Cell Broadband Engine in a multi-million dollar deal to bring this to market and make the cell broadband engine be this chip that was going to change like the course of like how things were going to be for like the next decade. Fun fact, it did not. Like, the cell broadband engine was only ever found in the PlayStation 3, but that's why it was a fucking supercomputer. And this is why it didn't age gracefully, is because, you know, the PS3 is proprietary mess. And when the PS4 came out, like, everyone was cool with it just being x86 anyways if anyone understood what the fuck that was all
1: good so what you're saying is if i can find the life of pablo on ascd i better pay for that no matter how much how much it costs all
2: right (laughs) okay here's what you would find out (laughs) who do i have to uh, who do i have to uh, give a uh, who
1: who do i have to bribe to get the life of pablo on that that format if if you,
2: you have to ask ask Ye. Yeah. If he, ask Yeah. Ye, so
1: I, you, I gotta uh, buy the Donda the Donda player that lets you like isolate different elements of the song and play Life of Pablo <laughs> on it. You have to ask <laughs> it
0: doesn't work that well.
2: You have to ask Ye if he mastered Life of Pablo or Donda. And in an analog format, if you mastered it on professional mastering, like audio film, it can be turned into an SACD. Okay. Right. If okay. it's digital, You're... not so fast. All right, let Ghost me, in the show This is me... what this, this well, is about. It's well,
1: about Ghost in the Shell. I show. can't. I can't wait to ask you about Paul's letter to the Corinthians. All
0: right. I need to. All right, I need to say a couple of things. All right, one. We need to timestamp that section as Elliot goes off. About about what?
1: Hey, 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 don't don't, make fun of him. No, 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 no. I never want to know about any of this shit. Listen, let's listen. That was great. That's why you turned it into this podcast. You never know. You think you're coming for... Ghost of the it's shell. a big you tangent. You learned about Ghost of the Show, bit. now you learned about audio. You're like an No, no audio. It, was, it's it was great. great. It's fucking great. But okay, so
0: one, we need to timestamp that section. I love it. Oh, yeah, so, so do I. Beer. So
1: do I. You want another beer.
0: All right. <laughs> two, two. Um, to summarize what the what our discussion about like the in terms of like style and stuff and what we wish would happen, I would like the the example that I have is. I would like to see, like, The Artist. I'm assuming you guys, have you guys seen, have you guys watched The Artist? The the, the movie, The Artist, that is a yes. black and white, yes. Black and white silent film. Uh, or cross cross yeah. silent I've film. I do not
1: seen it, but i you It
0: is talking about It is amazing, but it's like, it, you know, it's a one, it's just a one and done thing where it's just like, hey, we're going to do something that's in this style to, to bring back, you know, just like, hey hopefully you guys can appre- for the people that want to appreciate what it is this is it and it's great it's a great movie and um and that's what that's what we would like to see out of that um at least we would like hopefully in our lifetime um we get to see an anime uh, an animated movie that's done in the style that was similar to like the 90s such as like Akira um
1: may i offer a quick commentary on that so yeah uh so there's a something they teach you in art school that i'm sure you boys are familiar with some uh the limitations of art go to art school there are elements of the limitations of art that make the art like without limitations there can't really be art you know what i mean like you can't have a sculpture if you don't have clay if you don't have if if you have unlimited Mm -hmm. options you can't really make anything you know Mm -hmm. uh and there's a certain element of like the limitations of hand drawn or film where there's going to be certain mistakes. You know, you're animating 24 frames a second. There's going to be, there are going to be little tiny minor small things that get that are mistakes in that. And there's an element of like it being drawn on hands, not digital, where there's a perfection to digital that you can't achieve with hand drawn. And maybe, for me at least, some of those little. Minor aberrations uh, with the like hand-drawn nature it lends to the grittiness of what you're watching, as well as like the way in the West we have to acquire anime by like buying it on DVD or like bootlegging it. There's a grittiness to that too, and then the fact that like a lot of anime in the '90s is cyberpunk. There's a grittiness to the nature of the genre, the nature of the work you're, the nature of the story and the world you're watching, and I think all that kind of like comes together. And is lost and is is lost in some of the shit that we watched today. I would agree. Is, is that is that a fair like a fair? Not necessarily a counter to what you were saying, but like it's just a fair. Another uh, thread of that. Um. Yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. Yes. If not, either way. I would agree. On um, the ether now.
0: Quick quick note. Um. Uh, my favorite anime, uh, my favorite animation studio, Studio Trigger, is actually in the works with Netflix to make a cyberpunk style TV show. Oh, cool! So uh, that's it, hype. It's 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 extremely hype for me because like there is yet to be a Studio Trigger slash Gainax show that I have not liked that I have not enjoyed. So because even though I have disagreements with uh, um, with Evangelion. Um I still enjoyed it for what it
1: was um
0: even though I have disagreements about it. Anyway, you, do you yeah. guys want more drinks cuz you can go on with the next question and I can grab yeah. us more drinks.
1: Yeah, I'd love another drink.
0: I've been talking so much I haven't been able to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll grab I'll Get grab a few drinks anyways. So yeah, on deck. Yeah. All right. All right, you you can go to the next question. Um, again, make sure you're talking in this in the gen. It doesn't have to be directly. Just make sure you're you're not talking directly to Elliot. Just like in that direction of the mics. But right. as far so, as um, Tim told us that it sounds great. So.
1: That's what I like to hear. Thank you, Tim. That's our guest from last week and uh, good friend Tim Powart. All right, so Elliot, uh, I got a fuck ton of questions on here. I got like two and a half pages of questions. Oh, of uh, well, obviously, obviously. I'm not going to explain how my questions work. Okay, so you just want to get into this? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, this is a quote from Ghost in the Shell. Uh, quote: If man realizes technology is within reach, he achieves it. Like it's damn near instinctive. Major Motoko
2: M- Kusanagi.
1: Yes, motoko Kusanagi. Sorry, I'm I'm American. I speak English. Um yeah. It's, my apologies for any any uh, Japanese uh, words or names that I mispronounce. It's difficult sometimes, you know. They, it's it's great that when they translate Japanese to English, it's they spell it out phonetically. But sometimes it's like it's still hard to like you got to like say it a couple times before you get used to saying it. Sometimes you know, it's just the way languages work, you know. Uh, but Yeah, if man realizes technology is within reach, he achieves it. It's like damn near instinctive. Now, uh, I'm interested in what your take is on that the nature of mankind and uh, because I don't know, Joe Rogan talks about this a lot where it's like he what he said in something I to a certain degree agree with you know uh, a dog walks in a circle before it lies down, even if it's lying down on a cushion. It does this because once upon a time there was grass, it had to mat down when it was a wo- when its ancestors were wolves. Ants have a brain. Do they even have a brain? It's like a microscopic brain. They're ants, they're so fucking small, but they know how to make these like massive anthill structures that are like comp there's they're essentially cities. It's instinctive. Is man's instinct to improve? And what is that is that what does that mean? What do you think about that? Is that a good thing? Is that true? and yeah, Yo, Matt. Can you guys like.
2: Um. Uh, so to to, to clarify that, that that quote was that them on the on the boat? Yeah, uh, after, after she was yeah that, that's on the boat scene. Yes. Um. Yeah. Was was that was that Modico? So so that was Modak saying that. Yeah, yeah. And
1: the the, the major the, the yeah, protagonist. Yeah. So.
2: Uh, and and she was talking about how like oh yeah She's our body bottom. our body can drink yeah. Talking about to, and, and talking about how like yeah, our bodies can like drink alcohol and it can process all the alcohol in like a minute. Was that mm. like that that same? If you, choo- I like...
1: think it's if you choose to. Though. I think they have like a function where they choose to. The, they choose how, like, or am I confusing like, that with like a different a different? Uh, well, story? no, no, yeah, no, I
2: know. I just wanted like like the context of like mm. that um that kind of deal. Um. So the the quote being, um, if mankind sees technology, he. The, 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 well, it's a
1: <laughs> line, line, please. Uh, if man realizes, sec- if yeah, yeah, if man realizes technology is within his grasp, he achieves, you, you it. Don't have to be achieves it. That close. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, like, so almost as if achievement is insane. Um,
2: you know, uh, I, I, I would say that, like, so I, I know that I know that you you brought up the the analogy about like about like a dog. You know, like um, in- instinctively, you know, uh, running around in a circle and then sleeping because of grass that was, you know, uh, you know, we we hypothesize that you know it was it would lay down in grass, but it needs to be laid down before it slept, and that's instinctual. Um, you know, in this that that quote is is implying that you know if man sees technology, um, uh, you know, he will achieve it. That is that that is the instinct of man. Um, I mean. I, I agree with that in the sense that, like, you know, uh, humans, for like, as long as we can record, like, our, our geological history, we have used tools, we have used technology. So I wouldn't say that it's that far, far-fetched to to say that, honestly, because for for thousands and thousands of years, that's all we have done, which is just achieve new and new technology. So yeah. We got the DEA leaving the house right now. <laughs> couldn't find anything. <laughs> Don't God. know what to tell them. But...
1: If you want to, man. Yeah. We'll have you on eventually. yes. <laughs> <I'd preview to laughs> well, we'll, we're
0: definitely gonna have you on the on an episode. This is De- DEA Agent Greg.
2: He
1: couldn't find anything in our house. <laughs> Agent Greg. Bro, that's like the most ominous stare you're giving <laughs> It's a- ASAC trader. Whoa, Asac Schrader,
2: two diamond. Welcome a to our, welcome time. to our only Great, hands. great
1: show. Should oh, like this? Yeah. You don't have to show your asshole, dude. It's okay. Actually, who left. did? Who did last I'm time? So Why the fuck is Schrader coming
3: to your head? Well, DEA agent. DEA. I mean, because
1: he's like, yeah. Asac Schrader. It's time to go up or down. I don't know what's going on. What? We'll have you on eventually. Next, whenever we drop the short film. It, whenever
2: the yeah. short video drops. Yeah, so he just gave us the coloring for it,
1: so... Yeah, well, Tuesday. Not the final one yet. Tu- tu- Tuesday. Asus. Tuesdays is when... Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. What? Cheers. DEA agent. Ah! I, so got so so I got, got that. I got that. The 23-year-old improver... <laughs> <laughs> He's improving. He lifts. He, he um, read philosophy, so uh,
2: yeah. So, so based off of that quote, um, you know, whenever Major is saying, uh, "If if 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 man sees new technology, he will achieve it," it's instinctual, and honestly, by principle, I would totally agree with that. Um, and uh, you know, it's specific, The wording is specifically technology. I wouldn't say if that's like necessarily improving for the better. I mean, like there's technologies that 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 we have. Uh, you know, achieved, you know, in the past and in the present that are, that that, that have arguably done, you know, more, more wrong than good, or, you you know, have done equally, like, wrong than, than, than that then equally good, so I think it's just a matter of, you know, we will always be uh, pushing the envelope as to, you know, what we can or what we will, um, achieved technologically, and I think that you know uh, we're always bound to open Pandora's box. You know, whatever technology it it, it may be. I mean, I think that that's one of the uh, like. I, I almost think that that quote, in in a sense, is, um, is 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 ironic in a sense because well, I, I wouldn't say ironic, but it's um it's interesting that that's juxtaposed in the film where you have, you know, Motoko kind of reckoning. With, with her own flaws brought upon by, like, you know, her cybernetics and stuff like that. even e- even Project 2501, the Puppet Master, um, talks about, you know, uh, talks about their uh, issues with okay. not even being able to achieve death and stuff like that. Because of this <laughs> construct that they are in. Um, you know, being, you know, kind of like quoting what the Puppet Master is saying in the movie, being bred from the sea of information and stuff like that. Uh, being read from this technology that that, that that you know humankind has kind of made um, has led with has led to these dilemmas as well that are that are Im- imperfect uh, you know they argue in a way where you know um, by design you know this technology doesn't make them a complete self in their eyes and by design you know this technology is like the, the, the only way to kind of like achieve, like achieve death is to is to you know merge with Motoko and stuff like that. So um, I think it, it it is interesting that you know Motoko saying you know uh, if, if humankind will like achieve that they will um, is so it, 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 I think I think it's it's, it's it, it almost seems like it's perfectly placed in the movie because um in in right in that moment that's at that point Motoko uh, like pretty much only had like ha- only has to just marvel over the technology that is bestowed upon her because she is so thankful for like you know um all of the advancements that you know uh her cybernetics essentially grants her and stuff like that but at the same time in that in that conversation you know you have you have you have kind <laughs> of with like yeah but you know if you have a leak in your suit you will short out and die and stuff like that um and it's like one of those things where i think uh it, it, it's it's so interesting because that's so circumstantial you know what she's saying she's clearly so grateful for like you know the body the, the cybernetics that she has but um it's like only until you really think about it it's like those benefits come at like a cost you know the, the technology comes at a cost so we are we are we, we are bound to always achieve and get like more technology in in in, in, in like achieve greater technology but um I think that essentially like all throughout the movie we see like that does come out of cost in that sense. So Yeah. Um Is anybody
0: okay,
3: Really quick question. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're good.
1: Can you throw I know
3: you can't throw away exploded batteries, can you throw away an exploded lighter? Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: A, a, what an you're, I was literally tapping I was literally tapping this out and then just, my lighter just went and just
3: said skewing gas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just making sure.
1: <laughs> Um, uh, you're still
0: talking about this quote.
1: Yeah. So w- something I wanted to, I wanted to dig deeper on with that. Um, I agree that uh, in principle that like mankind is engineer like for whatever reason part of our uh, part of our instinct is to just constantly make things better. Like part of our ability to reason. Like if 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 what man is is a reasoning animal, part of reason is like if this works ergo how could it work better if this thing doesn't work how do i eliminate those things that don't work to make it work better right uh to what end is there an end or are we just the dog walking in circles and we don't know in to what end you know i mean and if we are just the dog walking in circles you kind of touched on this could that acting on that instinct that we don't fully understand ultimately be harmful it, like in the long term and so maybe the age we're living in today is the long term i don't know what do you guys think
0: so to go along with the quote and along with what you're saying i find it really interesting because we i think it was just either i mean it was in within a couple like like within the last couple definitely within the last month um we saw didn't uh Elon Musk announced that they are about... That they're ready to use... To put chips in people's brains. Yeah, Neuralink,
1: uh, Neuralink is, like, up and running. Yeah,
0: so, no, like... Yeah, no, let's, let's, so, let's put, so, like, an so asterisk like, on that. But so, it's,
1: it's for paraplegics. Well, people that don't have... Uh, I, I don't want to go into detail
0: about correctly. the morality and what all that has to do with. It's, I don't want to get into that, at the but like moment, it's, it's just not an example for the general public. People
1: that are paralyzed.
0: I know I know I know, but, but I'm just saying like as as an example, um it is kind of interesting about like that quote and what they were talking about and how we are, you know, in like back then they were asking those questions about technology and where it could lead. 26 years ago. 26 years, years ago. And here we are today with that technology about to ask the same questions. Um, and wh- where, is, where is the end? Because, like, yes, it is for that reason that you explained. But that technology will be released and, you know... To everybody at some point, and other people are going to be like, "Oh, hey!" Like other people are going to be like, "Oh, hey!" Why not? Let's use that technology for everybody at some point. You okay. know, that, I mean. I think, so,
1: I, think, I think Elon Musk has said that's like the plan eventually. Yeah. So yeah, that, 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 that's the so secret. Yeah. We're
0: we're at a very um, interesting day and age where the questions that they were asking back then, uh, to where technology could lead are now we are at that point, like we are at the lead point. Um, so (laughs) we are at the lead point and, uh, now we're asking the same questions again, except it's like, who did we ask the questions in time or did, did enough people actually think about what the questions were actually asking about um because it's like where like like this is, is like like where is too far you yeah, know because I mean, like, uh, yeah, you you can see like it on paper that's one of my next questions yeah part like it. wh- where question. is where is the is... limit where do we draw the line and I mean the the thing is is just like where do we draw the line but the problem with humans and humanity is just like the quote says like if technology is within reach we will reach it like it's not a matter of like if it's a matter of when and honestly in my opinion it's not a whether it's not even a question of should we or should we not it's just even if we should we even if it's like we shouldn't someone's gonna do it anyway um because that's just human nature is to push forward um, as another great uh, as one of my other great uh, favorite shows um, Garn Logan talks about as well. They talk about the philosophical uh, topics of um, like what they they put it in terms of like the human spiral. Um, the human just is like a, is the human is like a drill where like no matter what, it's gonna just always be pushing forward. No matter what's in front of them. Um, It doesn't matter what it is. It's just the human, just human nature is just going to be pushing forward at all costs. It's just what, it's just what's like wired in our brains It's like we must push, we must
1: push forward. I mean, um, Kid Cudi said, "Keep moving forward, keep moving forward," and that was more of a like personal fulfill, like a personal psychological, you know, spiritual thing. But like, yes. but like, extrapolate that out to a society, it carries over.
0: Yes, um, that's uh, yeah. Uh, I wish I could talk about Gar and Logan because like that's one of the big philosophical takes of that show. Um, it just does it in an action-packed way. But uh, that's one of the big philosophical things that they talk about throughout the show. And it's really interesting, the conclusion that they get behind it, they have like a hopeful take around um, the whole aspect. Instead of like, should we, instead of the ending be, should we or should we not? And be like, where will it lead? The, um, the philosophical conclusion to Garn Logan is like, there is, a all of this can be good. And we just need um, a set of people that will, um, like, limit it. Or be like, you need to use this for good purposes, basically. Um, Is, like, a very tight, like, a very tight summary of what they are trying to say about um, technology and how humans push forward. But, anyway.
2: So. Yeah, I, I think that, like... In in terms of a limit to technical to, to technological innovation, um, I don't believe that there is a limit. I mean,
1: oh no, there isn't. I, I well okay. So uh, let me just like, do you mind if I read that aloud? Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah go ahead. Uh, and maybe like phrase it for you so you, you're we're we're on the same page here. Uh, so we're, we're discussing the concept of constantly improving that humans are geared to improve. Uh, is there a limit to technological uh, innovation, and should there be, so Peyton is saying there is not a limit, and I think that's what uh, I think that's what the makers of Ghost in the Shell are positing as well. Um, when I say should there be, so it, it, that that means more of like government or uh, the people regulating it in some way. So from there, you know, go go off.
2: Um, I I mean, yeah, honestly, uh, I know that like. You know we don't live in this in this day and age where like morality and ethics and stuff like that are are non-existent i think that i remember uh uh reading um you know hypotheses about like you know what what would it mean for scientific progress and technological innovation if we lived in a truly more moralist or ethic or you know or, or, or in a moralist society or like a society like without ethics and stuff like that,
1: that. And moralist, uh, moral I S T or moral less, moral less L-E-S-S, sorry, I, that I, I think I'm making
2: up words. I've been fucking. Clear, I mean, <laughs> so did
1: Shakespeare, and he's the like basically the goat. So yeah.
2: So, um, and I think that like a, a, like one of the biggest kind of, uh, um, conclusions that, uh, that that were made in that hypothesis were that like you know a lot of the taboos in science would just be like totally for like for God and stuff like that, and everything would be like you know in terms of like experiment like experimentation and stuff like that um and you know testing out things on whoever and whatever would totally be just like the norm and stuff like that um and i I think that you know morals and ethics do play a huge part in like society I i definitely think that you know science has been able to progress uh without a doubt with like certain like morals like that in place you know if it comes down to like you know the ethics of you know um uh you know testing stuff on humans like especially if it comes to like um like unwilling testing and stuff like that you know uh i think that you know we like as 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 a civilization we definitely kind of like put put things uh you know into into existence as to you know like what what we want for everyone and how like we want it to happen and stuff like that and you know science is is very absolute but it's also very um you know it's, it's not like it's not like science has to be done like like a specific wise science and, and technology can get achieved in like many 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 different ways and i think that like you know um there is the, 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 there will always certainly be innovation and uh technological breakthroughs in society i just think that you know it does it does honestly come down to it does honestly come down to public opinion as to you know like what what is like like what what we think is like the best for for you know humans and what we think will like will like you know harm us more than like uh than help us i think that like one of the things that you know one of the things that you were talking about like Neuralink as how like that is you know kind of like exclusive now for like quadriplegic people and how like that, you know, that has raised like controversy as to like, you know, you have like a central entity kind of like, you know, monitoring this kind of like technology, kind of pushing this technology. But, but we've also discussed how like this tech, this kind of technology is kind of something that we expect to, you know, just like progress, you know, like whatsoever. Um, and I, I kind of think that we can look at other, we can look at many other um, facets of scientific and technological innovation that um that really serve like all and not just like like a few especially like in regards to like you know a huge advancement that happened recently like the like the james webb space telescope if you guys have heard about that i have i have um, yeah i think so yeah so that and, and that, that 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 truly i think is like one of the most you know in, in my opinion that's like one of the most like uh like mind-blowing things that is that is that like, cu- come to fruition in the past you know in the past decade two decades honestly it's it's like Mm -hmm. you know this 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 multinational effort and i think that like one of the coolest things is that um this this benefits literally everyone in fact in a very cool thing is that like you know obviously there's like a huge waiting process to do this but you actually can submit in an application as to where you want the telescope to look any person any person a populist telescope to a degree. Well the Hubble telescope was also the same thing. I mean like, oh, okay. this is actually kind of like common for for, for it to happen. But I mean like, you know, you have a queue and people can use the telescope and stuff like yeah. that. So um you know I, I think that you know obviously like you have a bunch of people that have first dips on you know like scientific research and stuff like that. But you know in terms of like um you know the will of you know human scientific innovation, I think that with like a collective effort such as like the James Webb Kind of like really affects, like really reflects, like the, the you know the might of like what can be done and stuff like that. I can think you, that
1: can you uh, explain the James Webb Telescope just a little bit? Because I'm not super yeah. familiar with it. Now. Yeah, no, no, I'm sure there's some in the audience. Hopefully, there's some in the audience who is listening to this that doesn't know Possibly. what to talk talking about. <laughs> the, yeah, the, uh, the the James Webb Space Telescope um, is the
2: is the spiritual successor to Hubble in a sense. And Hubble Space Telescope has been like the um, like like the if you will a uh, space telescope uh, given it's like its power it's it's like ability of uh, clarity and stuff like that and you know it's it's its overall s- sensitivity it being a space telescope uh, the Hubble Space Telescope being a space telescope gives it the gives it that advantage because you forgo all of the optical aberrations of looking through Earth's atmosphere and being in space uh, you're able to uh, see much, much clearly and um, much, much deeper into space um, per se. Uh, so you have to, you have to do much, much less work to get a extremely clean image whenever your telescope is in outer space. Now, the big question is that, you know, how do you uh, improve upon Hubble? And one, and the biggest thing is seeing more sensitively and seeing further back in time. And by further back in time, I'm talking about how, like, the furthest objects away from us um, are going to be reaching us, you know, just now, as they were billions and billions of years ago. So that yeah. light has been traveling through the universe for billions of years. And because when it,
1: the way the speed of light works. And...
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, when, it, when it reaches us, the, 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 that light, um, since that, that light is traveling at the speed of light, and, um, the, and the size of the universe, like the actual expansion of space, the, the fabric of space, occurs at will it's not limited to the speed of light it means that you actually have um, you actually have the expansion of the universe happening faster than how light travels and when that happens you actually get l- that that light traveling for billions of years gets stretched out and um, by stretched out I mean like the waveform of light gets stretched and what that and when that happens that means that the actual the, that, that means that the actual frequency of that wave um, or, or the uh, not frequency the uh, the no, yeah, it is frequency. I don't know my shit. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, that gets stretched out, and that actually affects the color of that light since it's being stretched out. Oh, I,
1: that's new information to me. That's really nice. Yeah,
2: so if you think about it, whenever things like, you know, longer wavelengths of light uh, it goes towards the red spectrum, infrared is a very long form of light, and, it gets, and then it'll keep getting longer and longer and longer. You go from, like, you know, uh, visible color down to... Red and then infrared, and then you have microwaves, radio waves, and stuff waves. like that. Waves, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's what's happening, and, and that's literally what happened with the with the with the uh, Big Bang remnants, I, I believe. So, like, you can literally listen to you know if you tune into like a satellite dish uh, that's you know pointed towards space, you can listen to the background microwave radiation from the Big Bang, and obviously, like you know that 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 echo from the big bang was you know it was like gamma rays and like you mm. know alpha rays and you know like the brightest light you can think of at the beginning of the universe but since that happened like over four, like 16 billion years ago that that energy has you know been elongated and dissipated so much that you know it's it's its energy signatures Gone all the way down into microwave radiation. So, it's distorted. It's distorted.
0: Mo- like uh, in simple terms. Well, it's, like it's distorted. Almost. It's
2: it's 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 like imagine when the universe started. Somebody screamed as loud as they could, and you could still hear it today, sixteen mm-hmm. billion years later. But when you listen to it, it sounded. It sounds like like this, like the air, like you know, like an area. Yeah. Streaming. Because
1: it's that fucking far away.
2: Because well, it's not like it's far away. It's just it's just like it's it's the echo that lasts
0: forever. If, if, if ah, okay. it It's like both. Yeah. It, it's almost like both. It's, 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 it's both. both distance I mean, like, and and how long. Using, using some some things
1: it is distance. Yeah,
2: yeah. Y- using very basic terms, that's like essentially what that is. So, go, going back to like um,
1: the limits of technology and should there be?
2: Well, well, oh, oh, well, yeah. I mean, I was still gonna explain what like James Webb does. But oh, um, right.
1: Sorry, I'm I'm <laughs> tripping. Well, no, no, no. But like. I'm lost in the the space. No, no,
2: no, you're cool, but, like... uh, Lost in the sauce. To kind of, like, just summarize what James Webb is, like, what his goal is, is that not only is this telescope further out in space, its mirror is, like, three times larger. I think it's even larger than three times larger than Hubble's. And with a larger primary mirror, you're able to capture much more light... And um, these mirrors are also coated in gold, which is one of the most like, you know, infrared sensitive substances that we have. That was like the best substance to capture or like to bounce infrared light onto this, onto like, you know, the sensor that we have. Hmm. Um, And so we're essentially going to be, so this is an infrared telescope. And the reason why we want to be infrared is because we want to see as far back into time as we can. Hopefully we'll be like, our goal is to look at the very first galaxies or the very first stars to ever form and that's how they would have looked literally like maybe a few million years after the big bang happened so the goal of this telescope is to literally see back in time and and the actual like physics and technological and, and, and technology and engineering to actually pull that off is unbelievably insane i think one of the most insane things to kind of bookend this is the fact of it is the aspect of temperature with this telescope because not only did they have to put it further away from earth to eliminate um you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, like, effects of the space just around Earth's, you know, like, low, low Earth orbit, which is where Hubble is, they send it all the way out to this point in space in which it could orbit at the same point with the Earth and the Sun. It's at this special point called an L2 point. They had to send it all the way out there, and while it's all the way out there, they they have to, um, they have to block the entire telescope from the sun because the sun would make the instruments too hot to function correctly. And the way they do that is they make an entire sun shield and that sun shield deflects like almost all of the sun's heat away so that one side where the telescope is can literally be almost absolute zero. That's like almost negative 400 degrees Fahrenheit. And on on the opposite side, it's almost as hot enough to boil water. And the fact that, that and, the, and the reason why they have to pull that off and they have to make the telescope that cold is because if that telescope was like room temperature the components of the telescope would be so warm they would be emitting their own infrared radiation. Uh, so in a ha-
1: cloud it would like fog up it, you it would see, make it, too much noise it, it,
2: it would look like the, the whole the whole sensor would be red and these the, this entire telescope was built designed to work at near absolute zero and okay. it needs to it needs to be as cold as possible in order to see the faintest of infrared infrared light hitting it it's it's insane so can i
1: say that heating part back to you to make sure i understand it is yes. that they had to make it so fucking cold because the heat that the 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 um the te- the satellite telescope itself puts off would create its own wavelengths that would create noise fucking up the image because the image yes. is so slight on its own right
2: yeah yes yes okay the, uh the, the heat of the telescope and also just like the heat of the sun in general anything in space okay. is going to. Have, oh, sort of, yeah also the sun so essentially um they had to do the same thing with hubble telescope but that but the mirror of the heli- of the hubble telescope was small enough that it could fit in this tube shape and you basically had the cylinder that was insulating it from all that heat But with James Webb, its mirror is so large you can't build a tube around it. It wouldn't fit in the fucking rocket. So they literally had to make a mirror that would fold up into the rocket itself. And then in space, it expands out. And then you have an entire sun shield that acts as that insulating blanket instead of like this tube around a telescope. So So that's James Webb Telescope. That's James (laughs) Webb. Uh, We are expected to see our first images by July of 2022 this year. And in my opinion, that's kind of like... That's kind of, like, one of the coolest things that we have that is, like, akin to, like, technology they might have had in Ghost in the Shell, you know? Um, I also feel like, you know, one major thing we're missing in terms of te- technology that, that could have been a go- – that, 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 you know, we kind of have today that was in Ghost in the Shell is AI, you
1: know? AI like, – uh, AI is,
2: is so massive these days. It's, it, it's it really scary. boggles my mind. Even when it comes down to, you know, um, you know, there's AI doing all kinds of things. There's AI that have, you know, like, beaten the best, like, Go champions in the world. Um, you, you know in 97 we chess, saw, too. yeah in 97 chess. We, in, in 97 we saw a computer beat you know beat someone at chess go being like the, the game of go being that, that like even more difficult and you know we now have like computer algorithms and learning algorithms uh that literally are being used to program software in our phones to create computational photography in order to counteract you know the actual physics of light that are constrained in a phone camera you know we're using ai to train programs to like make images better that don't on, like, a sensor that we put on our phones. So. Is
1: that how, like, and like, some of the new Samsung phones, you can adjust focal point after after you've taken the photo? Is it, that how that works? I, I think so, in a sense. That's yeah. what I thought, it, yeah. It, and, yeah. And, and, the
2: only, and the only reason why, why like, that works like that is because they've literally trained an AI to, like, you know, look at photos that have been, like, you know, touched up and look at photos that have a specific focal point to, like, learn how to do it on its own.
1: So it's, like, training an AI to, like, uh, understand what focus would what makes like, a picture look good look in focus yeah yeah exactly so or uh, look good for a, a wider variety of applications yeah uh, i think one of the
2: biggest things is that like the goal of computational photography especially in like a phone camera is to make it look as good as possible again like if you look at like 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 an area alexa that that film like you know you, you, one can argue that like that image is more perfect because of the data values being so exact from the sensor and that and you know that lens being so perfect and stuff like that you could you could make an argument that like what you see is what you get but on a phone camera since there's so since you basically have this ai algorithm as like a middleman what you see is going to look incredible but it's going to look great for it being just a small camera and a phone but what you see might not be reality and you know that's you know and i say like you know it might not be reality is putting it very hard But like, I'm just putting it in a sense where like, you know, details in an image or like, you know, color rendition in an image is not going to be how it was. It's going to be like interpolated and it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, noise reduced and stuff like that all through this huge pipeline that like, you know, phone manufacturers make like Samsung, uh, Apple, like, you name it; they all have their own specific pipeline and stuff like that, and that's the, just just the, just the sole power that they have of like the processors in their phones and the overall computational like ability they have to put into those cellular devices. I think that I read that like in 2015, um, I think Apple like invested eight billion dollars to get over eight. Well, no, I don't think it was eight billion dollars. I forget what more, I forget what exactly. It's a, what a shit a, ton of cash. It, it's a, it's it's a, a sh- lot sh- it's a of cash. Do, do you
1: think they just? Sh- they just wheel all that cash up. Uh, who knows, dude? <laughs> it doesn't um, exist. No, I, I'm aware of how it doesn't exist. <laughs> like, it, I'm very aware it just does I'm exist. very aware of monetary policy, yeah, but it was like, um, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, well, I I don't think it was like, yeah, I, I don't know the money. painfully aware, but it was like hundreds. They they, they essentially hired, like they they took on hundreds of like optical and camera engineers just to work on cameras for like the iPhone and stuff like that. That's how like valuable they they saw that 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 you know aspect of the iPhone and you could see every fucking ad for an iphone or any like you know ad for like a samsung phone the camera's right there you need to show the camera you need to show how great of, of a picture it takes just because that is like what matters to like so so many people is you know like does this is, you know it, that's the only way like, phones compete these days yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the camera technology. It, it, it so sense. right now, so okay right now
1: let me, let me let me like let me like bring this back yeah <laughs> bring this back Get well real so quick tangents. uh Welcome to
0: Crashing on the Couch, where you go from talking about an anime to talking about uh,
1: space technology. <sighs> and and the, depths, the depths of, yes, the depths <laughs> of the universe.
0: And the depths of the universe.
1: Hey, that's you don't, you're not getting that on the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. You're not getting that on a lot of <laughs> shit. You're not getting that anywhere. Um,
0: and I love so, it. So I love
1: it. We were talking about the limits of technology. And n- not, not the limits of technology. We, we, I guess the three of us are in agreement that like, if it can be done, mm-hmm. it will be done. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. And whether or not it should be done is a different question. And you were kind of going off about te- about the telescopes and saying, like, if I, if I understand this correctly, your, your, yeah. your opinion is that, like, those should be done. And I agree with that, mm-hmm. if, if I'm understanding you correctly. Yeah. What, it, what about, like, should technology be limited in any capacity? So... And I think it should. But, like, I'm curious as to what you guys think and, like, where, where that takes us. So... Because... Yeah. All right,
0: I'm on an inter- I have an interesting take because I, I was kind of mentioning it earlier. Um, but like my overall sense like consensus on whether technology should be limited or not is it should be limited, but even if it is limited, someone's gonna do it anyway because that's human nature. No matter what, like we can do whatever it takes to like limit it. But like no matter what it is, someone's going to push through that limit. Because that's just how it is. Now, I don't really have a thought process of like, oh well then, like, if someone's going to push through it anyway, why should we limit it in the first place? Um, I don't really have an opinion on that just yet. You know, I don't I haven't really thought about it that much. But I will, like, I do think it should be limited, but even if it is limited, I know in the back of my head, someone's going to push through it no matter what. So, I mean... I'm not sure if I agree with
1: that, because I think...
0: I mean, look at laws. Like, you, you know, you yeah. make a law, but someone's going to break the law no matter what. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I think... As, an ex- as a very simplistic example... Um,
1: I think just because of, like a minority of people do something that the over like say five percent of people do something that the overwhelming majority disagree with doesn't make the ninety five percent wrong for saying you shouldn't fucking do that and trying to prevent them from doing that. You know what I mean? Just because, I mean I'm not disagreeing you know with I mean? you. I think it's good. I think it. In my opinion, it's a good
0: thing to limit people because like yeah, like the one percent is going to break through that limit no matter what you set it at. Which is why I think there should be a limit, because like at least the overwhelming populace will not attempt will attempt to maybe go to the limit, but won't break it because they know what the limit is, and then one percent of that uh, of the population will be like, fuck that,
1: I'm gonna push through it. Well, it's also cultural. If you get, if you get the ninety five percent on board to say that uh, human singularity is bad. When the ninety-five percent pushes for it, they're going to have a harder time bringing that other ninety-five percent over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I, which is why I'm for limiting like that type of thing. I so. personally think technology, in as far as like space technology, <clears throat> is awesome. You know, put the, the telescopes, building rockets to go out into space, colonizing Mars—awesome. Um, we need
0: to explore the ocean. We either focus on finding what's in what's on our Earth. We get, st- we don't know we don't know if, shit. If, if you want to be do like James shit.
1: Cameron and go deep as fuck into the ocean, then that's awesome too. <laughs> so uh, it
2: was like average space fan versus average ocean <laughs> <equator>. <laughs> No,
1: I haven't. <laughs> I have I'm not even. Either, I'm I, not I, even I like imagine what it like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's I'm not it's, even like it's, an it's ocean like appreciator. It it's
0: just like. What what what's the like we we like we literally know more about space than we do about the ocean. I feel
1: like, like that might be like a cherry picked statistic, but it yeah, has to be. About, it has to be. But
0: like, I mean, there is a lot about the ocean that
1: we don't know. The ocean like creeps me out. Like, there's, I honestly, there's fish at the bottom of the sea, man. Like, this is so
0: so so. This is like definitely like I don't believe it, but like I can see it actually being a thing. Is like. If aliens existed and, like, if they're on this earth, they're in the ocean. I mean, like, a fucking squid? Dude... I'm hey, sp- if someone were to like bring up a conspiracy theory <laughs> a nice and try to theory. and try to convince me that a squid is actually an alien, that is honestly, I might be able to hop on board with that. Cause like look at those fucking things. Those things are weird as hell. Dude. They fucking go through anything. Have you that- ever seen like some of the clips of like a squid on a boat and it like it's fucking huge and it just like literally squeezes through like a tiny hole like this big?
1: It's yeah, fucking. That, that is a can? conspiracy theory that like octopi and squids are like a different like type of life form than the rest of the rest of hum- the rest of animal evolution on the planet. Guys, Earth. I'm about
2: to show Peyton
1: a photo of a siphonophore. No, gonna cry.
0: no, I he's don't want cry. to. No, I don't want to. I don't want to see this. This whole, <laughs> this fucking, yeah, that's you, a whole like, you, like, can like you genre text of that?
1: species. <laughs> Can you is, can you uh, email that to me real quick so we can throw it up? You guys <laughs> keep just talking. It's just I a want to read it. this it's just I want to read So Elliot, I mean, I think I also think medical technology should more or less not be limited. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of economic factors that go into that. Like, uh, there's there's really no financial incentive to cure cancer to cure cancer. But there's a huge financial incentive to not cure cancer. Uh, but. Personally, AI scares the fuck out of me. Human singularity scares the fuck out of me. Uh, Neuralink. I like Elon Musk when he's making electric cars and he's making rockets, but when he starts talking about Neuralink, I'm like, bro, you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, like, I think you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to not create. I I I don't want to end up like Sale and Nerve and Eva. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's not. A, me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, I I agree, man.
2: I mean, uh. I think you know if if you, if you look at you know a lot of the mega corporations in the cyberpunk genre, they're they're not really portrayed as being like benign, man. Like they're no. not really like benign in cyberpunk, and this is a cyberpunk film. And um, you know, I'm a
1: capitalist, but like, there's a point where it's like things get bad.
2: Yeah. Cyberpunk is a critique on, you know, where things were heading in the 80s, and I think that, you know, it's even a critique as to where things are heading now.
1: I think where things I think we I are think where th- I think we are where things were headed in the 80s, and it's the only gonna get worse. I think we're head. Yeah. I, I think yeah. we're head. So, I don't think we're we, heading.
0: We, I, we, think I think we're here. Head. Yeah, getting head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> getting I think we're he- getting head. Um Sheesh. that's an alien. Um <laughs> <laughs> what you just showed me is an alien. No way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like joking and not joking.
2: Um, the same, but guy. but no, yeah. I mean, like you bring up Elon Musk. I mean, like he he definitely has like a megalomania quality to him, you know. Megal- like like he he really does like he he's, he really does kind of try and like you know sell as much shit as he can, like to just like say like say like a, a piece of technology and get people hyped up, only for you know it to just be pushed back until infinity until it like you know it, it never happens because i think that that's kind of like what pushes his like fanaticism which is like if i say that you know this this like amazing this amazing thing is, is going to come you know like the fact that it'd be an electric car it means that oh it has to happen but that's not true i mean like you know you, we we still want, you've you've promised like autonomous driving for the past like nine or ten years and you said it's going to be next year every single year for the past nine years and it hasn't happened.
1: That, that's a legitimate critique of Elon Musk but yeah, also like I'm glad that autonomous driving has not like become me. I mean it is a I thing agree. in the newer Teslas but like I'm glad that, that like, it's failed. Yeah, I, I'm like, I think that's I'm a fundamentally bad thing I think humankind. that I think, I that think that's we'll like see it in our lifetime. that it's
2: like more difficult than like we think it is. I Thank think that, God. Like, yeah so I mean like I think, I think that, like that's like a, one of the big things it's like you know you have people that are pushing the envelope and stuff like that but every time you push the envelope it's not going to be like easy peasy like oh why
1: didn't anyone do this no autonomous
2: driving is actually like extremely fucking difficult it's not like just as straightforward like i'm going to put a computer in a car like you know
1: yeah well thank god though because like the feds would hack your car and (laughs) you know what
0: i'm saying talk about how easy kidnapping would be someone could hack your car and then just send the send your destination to their place Everything yeah. about that, every everything it's about a, it's that. It's incredibly like, and oh, oh, Well, not just that, but like, yes, in terms of like that, but like, I'm talking about just like some like nut job in their house that just is like, they're gonna be able to hack into that shit. Someone's yeah, gonna that be too. Able to, and yeah. they can just like send you to their, you know, just be like, all right, I want this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there comes a
1: day where all the cars are like have the ability to be autonomous, I'll just. Ru- I'll just buy an El Camino and only drive that. El Camino! It's the car I'm going to buy anyways. Breaking Bad. bad. No, I was going to buy that from regular Oh, so I, long oh, before I sell oh, Breaking Bad. Oh,
0: that was the other thing I forgot to mention. Back to when uh, Elliot was talking about the sound stuff, I wanted to mention, I was like, dude, I probably think Elliot's favorite episode is when they uh, do the war on like, on like when they have the, um, like VHS tapes versus like, the CDs versus, um, DVDs versus, like, there's, like, what a whole this? war. What are talking about? Regular show? Dude, oh. That, dude, there's, like, a yeah, million of regular think, show. Yeah, yeah, there, there's, there's seen two, episode episode there, I, there's I two remember, episodes. i a long time ago. There's two episodes, actually, like, where, like, they have, like, a war between, like, VHS, DVD, um... Uh, I believe the it. laser disc they have uh, like they have like a, have like a whole yeah. war against like who's the who's the better one and like the final war they have is like against uh streaming services in the internet that's like the final war they all like team up to fight against the internet it's I mean, it's hilarious I but i was that. like that's probably elliot's favorite episode <laughs> like when, when we yeah. were talking about I'll the cd episode. stuff I, I really have to watch that episode it's, <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious anyway yeah. but
2: um but yeah you know when it comes down to uh, those things where, like, you know, uh, you you do have like, you know, corporations pushing for like profit incentives like, on on, you know, like what what they bring to the public, um, there 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 is like always a like, you know thing whenever like things are driven by like profit incentives, you know, like um, it, it is not, you know, like I think that's like one of the big, big critiques is that like you know it's not going to be like always for um, the benefit of like truly like all all humans and stuff like that. Like it, it may it's it may just benefit like you know like the you know like the the shareholders or like the CEOs or, or whoever of that company like you know it's it's one of those things where like you know um ghost in the shell kind of like portrays it in a way where you know you have um essentially cyborg police and
1: <laughs> yeah this cyborg hit, SWAT. cyborg yeah. SWAT,
2: and it is not a world where anyone can get cybernetic upgrades that is devoted to uh megacorps or the state
1: They talk about their bodies having warranties, you know? Yeah. And
2: people in that, like, you know, you have regular humans, you have people that are missing fucking trash day in that film. Like, they're not going out to say, hey, I need to get a new arm. You know, it's not it's a, it, it, it as cool as that movie is i mean like you know that's that that's one. i think that you know in a way fucking c- cyberpunk is a vice it, it is a vice because you know it, it makes you think like this is so sick and it, you know it, it it is sick you know it's fucking it, it, i i love like all the visuals and the styling but you know it's one of those things it's like you know it's like fucking it, it's medusa man if you if you if you if you keep like i uh, like idolize i mean like you know if you idolize it in like for it like long enough you're just gonna like die because like that's like what, what's going to end up happening and you know i think that that's like you know one of the things that like you know like people who kind of take cyberpunk for face value don't realize that it's like a big critique on like how things are going uh, or how things are like headed and stuff it's a like warning. that yeah it's, it, it is a warning. warning i think yeah, almost uh, all
1: sci-fi is a warning
2: like dude mad max is cool but it's like you know i wouldn't have to like you know
0: <laughs> you know uh like uh you know, fight fight for water. I don't or, think I would live in... Su- I don't think I'd I survive. I'd be killed. Oh, I'd, survive. Survive. I don't <laughs> think I'd survive. I don't, no, I don't, survive. I don't I think, think I like, would survive. I don't think like I Mad would survive. I would give a fight, but yeah. I don't think I would yeah. survive. I, I think yeah.
2: that I'd probably live like for one week in, in like the Mad Max universe and, I, and then I'd die from like a pathetic death of like diarrhea. You know, <laughs> like how people would die I back mean, in the old frontier. I'd get diarrhea and fucking die in the desert. Unless if I can learn
0: how to fucking drive really well, I wouldn't live in. Universe. No way. I mean, no I,
1: nobody way. would want to, but I, I would survive. I mean, I would <laughs> I attempt.
0: Mean, I would say I would give. I would give an attempt. Oh, I don't think I would, I, would, would, I would, but I would try. give it a like a really good attempt. I'm not someone to back down. I would just start so.
1: training people how to use guns, and then they'd be like, yeah. all right. <laughs> well, we'll follow you and I'm like well maybe we can survive for a little bit now oh, yeah. for a little bit
0: until there's no more guns that's it that's that's, there's not gonna be a point where there's no more guns paid. no Nobody cause no one's gonna it. well that's the whole like universe of Mad Max though
1: there's guns in Mad Max not, not a there. lot that, well, that's that's because that's because flaw. they're all out. That's a flaw. In no, it's George not Jr. a flaw because they can't a, make them anymore. Yes, you, that's that's fucking stupid. You can always make more guns. It's uh, just it's a matter. Of,
0: not if you don't want the factories, then you make tor, factories. Tor- like, you, he doesn't get it. He literally doesn't get it. You need pi- to rewatch pi- Mad Max. You need to rewatch Mad Max because you uh, clearly don't understand. I, I think just what that universe. I think just
1: because there's. Just because there's a war there's a world where there's no guns doesn't mean the possibility of a world being with no guns is logical. Oh there's no! No, no honey, he doesn't
0: understand that. Like the. the I understand the war,
1: but I'm saying that like, there's there's no way in the future where you could have a war without guns. Yeah, well, well I, I was gonna say. I, I mean, was, there's, even
0: look at um, even even there's so many guns in America. Well, no, even there's not enough guns in America. Even look at um how guns are used in oh my goodness, what's the one Denzel Washington? Uh, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. They don't like there's guns, but they use them sparingly because they can't. They yeah, literally can't true. make any i was gonna sure. say like like sure. they're they're limited I so like say. anyone that has a gun is like you literally have to like stop because it's like they're in control and you're you're screwed sure like, but i
1: also think that's made by it i think those are all that's like we're getting a super off topic but yes that's made by like fucking people in hollywood who want to are curious what combat would be like in a, a triple in a triple a film without guns I guess that's true. Because like if you know about repacking ammo, it's not that difficult. And if you know about like what it actually takes to make a firearm, like it's not that difficult. Yeah, people were smithing oh, okay. swords in the Bronze no, Age. I was gonna it, say you could smith a lower receiver, you could smith yeah. an upper. Like, okay. It's not like yeah. impossible. I was oh, gonna okay. say like, like you know, <laughs> in,
2: in, in an apocalyptic event where like even like all modern, you know, like if if this place is like you know, let, let, let's say that you know continents are entirely glassed, you know. Like you know, all like you know, you know, con, con, all complex mechanisms are yeah, like. Yeah, that
1: That's the only extreme scenario. No, I'm saying that even after that, guns. I'm
2: saying even after that, you still have people that would know how to like forge and make you know very shady guns. But you know, it, it could still happen. Ooh. What I'm saying, well, like what I'm saying, is like guns wouldn't cease to exist. They would just be like very fucking, like, bad guns. Like, you know, like, even if, like, let's say that, you know, a continent gets glassed and, like, one, like, AR survives, but, like, there's no fucking ammo, so it's useless. You might as well melt it down and use it to make, like, a makeshift gun that you can use by also making gunpowder of your own as well. Like, you're essentially making, like, a flintlock from scratch. Okay. But, 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 you know, it's, like, one of those things where, like, people, like, you know, like, what, what, what where, in a situation where it's post-apocalyptic and, like, guns are almost in zero, uh, like, circumstance or like they, they, they rarely exist like you know in that theoretical is it going to like you know maybe you're concentrated on making other primitive weapons instead of trying to build a forge to make a gun you know in, in the end game you might you might do that but like up front like you know i feel like you know yeah but i, see
1: what you're I think saying there's saying, i think there's yeah. some tra- I, I think there's a saying. quote of, from ghost in the show about this if man realizes technology is within reach he achieves it like it's damn near instinctive yeah so if there's if there's uh, one gun left, and you have the ability to reverse engineer it. You will. S- yes, and, y- and that is true. It, that's right. just that that is are. true. Yes. Do you guys want to go to the next topic yet? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, let's go. I mean, I got like, I got two topics. One is kinda, what are the most important topics?
0: Anymore? They're all important, man. Well, yes, but like, wh- what are the most? I important
1: think I kind of organ. I think uh, naturally, I organized them by most important to oh, most okay, important, okay, just okay. the way my brain was running. Uh, I mean, unless you guys have things you want to ask about, that's um, always up for well, that's always up an add, option. It's well, just have a guide with... so we don't have dead space. Yeah, you know well, I, mean? I do want to really talk hard. about these things, but I think Ghost in the Shell is so dense it warrants a potentially sequel episode. We could do another in, episode. Like, like where... in a year from now. But, like, uh, any any thoughts? I mean, I got, so I got one, two and a half pages one, of thoughts. One major
2: thing is, like, uh, one thing that I was, like, going to ask you guys is, like, for so much of, like, philosophical, like, Um, for philosophical works in general so so uh so often you see them being like incredibly like on the nose or like leaving no room for leaving no room for like um uh, i don't want to say ambiguity but uh like
1: interpretation
2: yeah leaving either no no room for interpretation or just like um being like not subtle whatsoever like i feel like you you see it in like so many in so much philosophical works and i know that we um uh i know that like we even talked about how like uh in like the matrix being inspired from ghost in the shell you have so much shit in there in the and in the sub and in the sequels and even the, the most recent sequel like everything in that film is not subtle like, there's nothing like they, 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 Wait, they're, which they're from they're, the Matrix or ghosts in, in the Matrix. Like, I feel like there there are very few things in the Matrix that are subtle, at, at least to me. Like, I feel like so much of it is kind of just like screaming in the face in, in your it face. Is, like, it ah, is. look, Neo is Jesus, you know. Like, um, and and I, I think that that is one of the things that that like it's one of the slippery slips that like a lot of philosophical media kind of falls into. But do you feel like? It, you know in Ghost in the Shell um, it kind of falls down a, that that slippery slope of not being subtle and I kind of like want to draw attention to the specific scene whenever they are in the old museum and he's talking about you know like how humankind evolves and how you have the tank literally shooting up the, the you know the, the tree uh, of life the tree of life and stuff yep. like that you know
1: uh, I would agree with that I Agree. I would say yes Ghost in the Shell is quite on the nose Um, it's on the nose and it's not because there's a lot to think about. It's like, it's like, it's not so much, this is what I think. It's more of like, these are the things to think about. And here are characters. It's not like there are things to think about and we're going to hide it behind a layer of plot and uh character nuance and uh interpersonal relationships it's here are the things to think about think about them but it doesn't like necessarily tell you what the author thinks about them yeah is I, what i'm saying i, I kind of like what yeah, you I mean know by I mean, that
0: because i would agree it, with
2: Hannah, yeah so. i i i i kind of like like i like what you mean by that because if you think about the story of motoko and the um and the the puppet master the puppet master yes um if you think about the story of those two it's not trying to tell i feel like it, i mean like it's obviously like explaining like the state of things and how it led to this but it's it's literally telling you a story as if it would have naturally been as if it would have naturally happened in the world as in this is what happened for like these two people for these two you know beings to come together and then merge almost as like in a sense that would be analogous to the primordial soup on earth where the first market organisms came together just because just of circumstances, because of circumstance, because well, of circumstance I mean, that, that they came together in a way that's not telling you like, oh, this feels forced like, you know, we're going to like have these two characters together in a sense. I, I don't feel like it was forced that, that these two characters were like pushed together. I kind of feel like it's telling you that this is what happened because of the circumstances that are like laid out. And it's just telling you, like, this is what happened, not, like, not, like, what you should think about it, you know?
1: And I think by not telling you what you should think about it, it, uh, opens the conversation. It opens Mm. this conversation Mm -hmm. to happen. Um. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I, I definitely feel like it does. Um,
1: Do you feel it's too on the nose? Uh.
2: I, I I kind of agree with you on on, on the point where like it's on the nose but it's not. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that there is I think that there is a point in uh, philosophical media or a philosophical work where it's a fine line that you got to toe about like telling people like like um, you know the philosophy but also like not like screaming it in their face and it's very easy to fall on like either side and i think that this kind of it kind of toes it fairly well you know there there are scenes where like you know they're blatantly saying like you know you have fucking the puppet master saying just like well what is my programming except dna <laughs> for a human and it's like you know, it's like ah oh, yeah dude i get it i know you're gonna like you know he's, he's got to like put you know in my mind he's he, he's, he's got
1: references like, he's like am i alive? Philosophy can't even define what life is. Yes, exactly, and it's like, so like they're 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 putting that, that in the movie. He says that in a lot of dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's literally
2: like saying that in the movie. It's just like it, all right, it's yeah, it's, you know. it's,
0: it's, it's, a, it's kind of like this is what the author wants you to think about, though. You know, th- this is what they want you to think about. They're not gonna. They're not like answering the question for you. They. It's just like hey. This is what we want you to think about, like the tree of life being like shot up, right? It's like it's like, oh, it is sick, but like it's clearly defined. Like, hey, I want you. This, it's like, like, like he's guiding you in the sense of like these are the questions I want you to ask yourself. You know what I mean? Like, 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 he's not gonna give you what he wants you to think. He just is like, this is like. These are important questions that everyone needs to ask and think about to themselves and ask other people and talk about and discuss with other people. I don't want it because there is like, is there an answer to these questions? Maybe there isn't. But do they need to be talked about? Yes. And this is what I want you to talk about and think about. I think that's more or less like what like what Ghost in the Shell is like kind of doing it, at least in terms of Ghost in the Shell like you know what i mean like he, it's like he's just it's just a guiding thing of like this is important and you need to be thinking about this type of thing
1: i think i think saying that it's like uh a little too on the nose but not so on super on the nose is um genuinely a critique of the film and probably the best critique of the film because i yeah. feel like upon my first watch, I was like, this was hyper-cerebral and short and I didn't really lose myself in the story like I want to with a movie and I didn't enjoy it the way I thought I would. Upon second watch, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I get to be a fucking philosophy nerd now and this is going to give me a great bunch of talking points for our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I was like, excited but like deep down I was kind of like, this isn't like watching City of God or Your Name <laughs> know, yeah. or Boogie Nights where I'm lost in the story and the characters and then yeah. I have to think about it later and extrapolate. You know, and... I think that kind of put, I think that's the best critique of the film. Yeah. like it yeah. is a morality play. Yeah, in, yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, it's a modern morality play in a lot yeah. of ways.
0: Really quick, um, this just the way we're talking and everything. I know you want to watch the one uh, anime movie next, Jin but like, Ra?
1: Yeah, you're goddamn right. I, I
0: kind of like because we're kind of in this mindset. I kind of actually want to watch. Would prefer to watch Angels Egg. Because that's basically, like, the, the, the idea of, like, it's, like, Schrodinger's Cat, the movie. Um, um, and so, like, I really, I've been wanting to watch that movie for a long time, actually. And, like, I know the idea of Schrodinger's Cat, but, like, obviously they ask more questions than just that. But, like, but um, and they get deeper into, like, the thought process of how that infects other people.
1: But like that's a conversation we can have like offline. Yes, but like Wolf Pack is something I've been trying to watch for like the last like two three months. Yeah, I which you, you can watch of, that on your own. Yeah, but yeah, like I want like, to say for like talk about it on the podcast. Yeah,
0: um, in terms of like something that we can talk about on the podcast because we're in this mindset, um, I think we should watch Angels Egg because that's a very philosophical movie. From what I know, from what I know about it, it's a very philosophical movie. Um, so. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I I think I've
1: heard of it. You've never told heard, me no, about Angel's Egg. I'm pretty sure. Oh, like, no, oh I thought no I way. no. You told me about Perfect Blue. That's what Perfect it was. Blue. Yeah, I, mean, I thought I told you about it. Mean, yeah egg. yeah.
2: Perfect Blue, not really philosophical, psychological thriller. It's gonna fuck you up. Psychological <laughs> fuck you up. Angel's
0: Egg is very philosophical. I think like Psychology that's the whole he and philosophy
1: of Venn diagram that overlaps ninety yeah, percent of the yeah. time. Um yeah
0: yeah. Angel's Egg is a very philosophical movie from what I know. Like the entire point is just. For philosophical purposes, like I don't even think the animation is like that good. It's like the whole story is like just asking questions. Yeah. So anyway, um, back on so back to this uh, very
2: secret. very basic question, but I feel like yeah. I really want to ask it. Uh, favorite part in the film for you guys?
0: Oh, favorite part of the movie? Not even
2: scene. Not I mean like scene moment, uh, shot. You know, whatever it may be. Honestly, part the, part boat the, the, boat the boat scene. The boat scene.
0: Is, the boat scene is just so. The boat scene is so good, like, cause that's when the ma- That's when um. That's when ma- uh, Makoto is like, actually like starting to question everything. Yeah. Like that's and it's like she's finally like, being like, but what does this mean? You know what I mean? Like 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 you know what's his name is like being like you know you don't go too far with what you're doing. You know you might want to be careful. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but why? Like why be careful? You know it's like. It's like, b- b- why do we have to be careful about this stuff? You know, it's like, it, it, th- I don't know. That That's the scene where I was just like, this is, this is where it's like, like we're talking about this stuff, but this is where it's like, it, it, to go back to your limit stuff, to go back to like limiting technology. That's where she is like, but why? Like why limit it? You know, because like eventually it's going to get pushed anyway you know what I mean like that's that's her like well I think
1: code is also her standpoint is also that like she doesn't feel real oh yeah, yeah the only way she can know if she's real or not is by pushing yeah yeah yeah, forward. yeah that, and that's what I mean like you that, that I mean?
0: whole scene is like where it all breaks down like that's where her like honestly in my opinion that's where it changes that's where her that's where her character development happens is on the boat personally
1: but. My favorite is the chase, Is like when is before that when they're chasing down the the trash guys. That scene is because so good. I think the animation That's is like the a best close there. one for me. Right? I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, also, dude, when I he
0: fucking like is running away and just goes like with his gun, I was like, bro, what? this looks insane. Like it the, looks the, so the, good. The, the, the,
1: the splashes of the bullets on the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. and. Also, like, I like I like from seeing, an animation uh, perspective. That's, that, like that's that's amazing. Probably the least philosophically heavy part, which but, is part of the reason I like it. and yeah. I think also, um, it's the most like the most standard movie
2: part, like part. Yeah, it's a chase. Um, Here's the thing, it's though. A, it's a it, chase, it,
1: it, it shows it's the most world building because it shows it, it, you how is. this technology has affected yeah. the common people, I'm, and yeah. that's what I like about it. I think is yeah, like, yeah. kind of like it's like you've got this like super cyborg cops. And whatnot, but then you kind of like get an idea of like, okay, this is just a regular dude who's basically just has Neuralink. I don't think he's a cyborg, I don't think either of them are cyborgs. He just they just have Neuralink. Oh, what the, the, the dude that
2: they're chasing down? Well, yeah, it's well, like the, guy like the, his, the guy in the garbage the the, guys the guy in the, guy garbage, in the garbage truck, truck yeah, he, and he, he, I guess the guy they're chasing he, down, yeah, too. it's
0: like his brain got hacked, yeah, essentially. And
1: it's yeah. like the downside of Neuralink, they those is like they, they literally just like replaced a Ghost with Neuralink, like, this neural guy's are really just Neuralink,
0: yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, honestly, dude, that that's like a, like like a close one for me because like that one's way up there, especially in like the reflection pool. Whenever he reaches out there, and all of a sudden Motoko's right there, like <sighs> yeah, the the, the the like like the perfect like shot there is like after like he falls down and the and you see like the ripples in the water, but she's still invisible, but you can see her shadow, mm-hmm. and like that is like that's like kind of like it's like this chef's kiss on like the whole scene it was like it's, it's like insane so that i heard i hold that scene like very high regard but i have to say i mean like there's there so many shots that are just like gush worthy in that film oh yeah, um, yeah. but i'd say that this but the, this one but the one sequence that i think that really kind of gets me the most is the fucking is is whenever fucking the puppet master sees the sarah sees the fucking angel coming down because that's the only point in the movie that we kind of like technically the only point in the movie where we see something that isn't like that is like on the verge of like fantasy or like unbelievability where like the puppet master is about to experience death and what do they show us they show like these like feathers and like this wind coming down over him and this like silhouette of like a seraph coming down for yeah. like a, for yeah. like for like 10 frames that all of a sudden like you know his head's like blown off and like that was like so that 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 thing's like so like impactful to me because it's like first it's like very very short it's not drawn out it happens so quickly And it's very easy to miss but it's like i think that that's like all they needed to like really show because um it's like in that one moment like they're basically saying that like the puppet master like within that one moment that puppet master was able to experience something beyond his own design or what they're alluding to is like they're essentially explaining something beyond even the explanation of like the rules established in the film as in like seeing an angel or seeing like a seraph come down to like him and stuff like that is like you know it's adding like a religious aspect but it's also adding this aspect of like this this is like a section where it's like this this is like a moment in this character's development that is like um like beyond explanation or like beyond like you know practical explanation which i think is like very very powerful in terms of like you know like reaching that reaching this one person's like point in life like their like their destiny or like their 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 desire it was like you know like holy shit. You know? do you
1: think it's like the most like spiritual part it's like i'd say the music. most spiritual yeah yeah
2: you know especially and, and like it. And, and that's the thing because you know we, we have to remember that you know like this the, the the puppet master project 2501 is not even like was never even human it's literally a program built in the sea of knowledge and desires death and sees an angel right before you know he's killed yeah. And it's like I don't know and like the way that the animation is done there with like you know like the angel coming down and then we see you know his face light up for like the first time ever and it's just like you know it's very morbid in a sense because it's like you know the only thing that this program wants to wants to do is die it doesn't want to copy itself and yeah. it's like it's so morbid but it's just like this is the only thing it wants to experience because it, it, it can not experience what a human can experience and this is like
4: the destiny for him thing.
2: But at the same time it's like even more than that because you know like after you know that's all said and done you know like their consciousness is combined into modico's you know you know cerebrum and stuff like that so it's like they exist uh like by proxy in a sense and it's just like i think that right at the climax whenever you know he's shot and stuff like that it's, it's insane isn't
1: that uh the angel like outline isn't that the helicopters though isn't he all isn't he seeing the helicopters don't the helicopters have wings uh so, well, isn't I, it like it's like he you know, thinks he's it's seeing like god it, but he's he's actually seeing these hell these helos yeah i was it's wondering like, about it's like that. supposed to be holy, like okay this this per- the the part is experiencing god but really
2: it's like a bullet coming towards him yeah yeah it's yeah really
1: he's seeing what's actually he's seeing the outline of the helicopter yeah, yeah.
2: One, w- yeah. one could say that i also don't know if we if we explicitly ever see the helicopters directly over above because i know that in in uh when we cut away to other shots of the helicopters they always seem to be kind of uh like flying like around in a circle i mean there. yeah you never wouldn't take above. a shot
1: straight down i suppose Maybe yeah right. i don't know i guess yeah I, I, so
2: like i guess you could you you could i just like i and, and it just never occurred to me that they would right that they would be right above but that's what I, I do like thought. that idea. Do you know? And the reason because you also see so much inter- so much imagery in the movie of a silhouetted helicopter. We well, the yeah.
1: helicopters have wings. You see they them do. spread yeah, them yeah, out, for yeah. yeah. like stability, which no real life helicopter in in our age has wings. That doesn't make any sense, but like, no, yeah, they do so, in Ghost in the Shell for some reason.
2: Yeah. So I think that Earth that wings. is like what is what is like really interesting. Where like you so know, they,
1: what, like an osprey. An osprey is not technically a helicopter. It's a it's a fucking hybrid.
0: Well, maybe that's what they are. Like they're
1: not. A, they're not. A, I mean, I get, but they're not a real thing. They're like imaginary. They're well, like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, anyway, what I, that's what I'm getting. Anyway, at. but an osprey's death trap.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, it's like um, I, I do really like that kind of like uh, analysis where it's like this program could be like essentially experiencing what it's like to see your life flash before your eyes as a human right before you die. You yeah, know, like you're experiencing like a ai's equivalent of a dopamine rush or an ai's equi- or an ai's equivalent of like feeling an emotion just as they die which is like insane you know yeah it's like uh, yeah that's what's like really really crazy i think that you know um i'm gonna tell you guys right now that i do want to like i it's not as it's not put up to as high of a claim as the first movie but ghost initial 2.0 which is the sequel um it's also done by the same director i just found out um it's one thing that I kind of want to see because I I kind of want to see if um you know they, they build on like this note on, on this new Motoko, but I also have no idea. I'd have to go. I've uh, heard
1: good things about it. I've I heard think, good things. I about think we all want to see it and maybe yeah. do an episode about it at some point. Um, but I am glad none of us have, and yeah. we can talk about this in the vacuum. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. We can we can definitely talk about this. Um, in
0: the vacuum. Really quick, um, because I'm okay with going longer. I just want to clarify, mm-hmm. we are at. Uh, we are about, like, we're over two hours right now. How long do we want to talk about, and do we want to make this, uh, like, do we want to make this, like, I mean, I don't know when we're free next, but, like, do we want to just make this, like, a two-parter as well and, uh, talk about this again? Uh, in, in, like, in a short, like, in, like, the next couple coming weeks, even if we have to do it two weeks in a row, do we talk about this? Again. We can. I just feel if, like if we want,
2: I feel like I would run out of stuff quickly.
1: I've not ran out of shit. We've you got a lot. Of I've shit? got okay. a lot of okay. shit I hey, want to talk should. to you guys about. Well, okay. yeah. Let's put it this way: let's have that conversation offline. Mm-hmm. What do you guys say we get one more topic in, yeah. and then okay. maybe we final thoughts and wrap it up? And I because th- I think I mean, there's, no, I think this is enough to make this a, like a, not I mean, necessarily a two parter, but like a sequel follow up. Honestly, I could go on. I could cause... go on
0: for a couple more hours. Yeah, personally me, I could go on for a couple me as more well, hours yeah. <laughs> um, but like we shouldn't because it is like we should limit our time in some facet um, uh, we were talking about the because we, yeah. we could literally I mean like like I said I could go on for like a couple more hours meaning like I think it would be good if we did another episode about it
1: I wouldn't be opposed to that because there's a lot uh, of
0: philosophical stuff that we could do that is fine about, by me so, uh,
1: so it, in the interest of time Let's uh, throw down one more topic, do some final thoughts, then wrap it up, Yeah, yeah. and then figure out, we'll, then we can talk offline about what we want to do for the future. Perfect. Uh, okay, do you guys, I mean, unless you guys have something really deep you want to talk about, I got a few that I want to hit you with. Uh, would you guys rather, I mean, I got one on transhumanism, and I got one on the nature of human, like, the nature of humankind. Are um, you guys interested in talking about either of those? I also got one on like the biblical references in it too, but those aren't you know, Those are a little shorter.
0: If we're, uh, so in terms of all three of those, so like if we're going to talk about like the humankind, or, well, the humankind one, I think that might, would probably be logistically the best one to talk about. Um, the, um, the one about, um, Cause what's wait what, what, so there was the transhumanism the humankind. I'd rather like, not
1: talk about the biblical references. They're not. The, that, it's not I don't really know shit about Well, them. the it's, biblical it's not, it's not as interesting. It's true, if we that, were going to talk about I was the biblical doing it earlier, and it's not as interesting. If as If we were going to
0: talk be. about the biblical references, that would be a like we're going to talk about both um, this movie and also Evangelion.
1: Um, I have I have references to Evangelion in here also. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, but
0: that's what I would mean. It's like the biblical references would be like, hey, we're gonna talk about we're gonna we're gonna talk about both this movie and Evangelion, which means we would go. We could have a whole. So not the not
1: the biblical stuff. Yeah, Elliot. What do you want to talk about, transhumanism or humans? Uh,
2: You're the guest. uh, Transhumanism, I feel like, would be interesting. Okay. Why Why don't we?
1: What's your you? question yeah. about that? Oh, oh, shit, sorry. sorry.
0: Next damn, time. next time. Which we, we're definitely going to do another okay. episode about
1: this. Uh, some of this is kind of what we already talked about, but not exactly. Um, I guess we should start by uh, defining transhumanism for those who are not uh, versed in more modern philosophical thought. Uh, transhumanism is the concept that the uh, natural end of human evolution is not from not to evolve from the uh, homo sapien into the homo magnus or some shit like that uh, whatever the next stage would be called by future paleontologists uh, but to uh, just merge with technology of our own making and that is the nature of our evolution is that like it's not to evolve into some other organism it's to uh, merge with the shit we already created and there's various forms of that where it's just like becoming a cyborg but like ultimately when people talk primarily about transhumanism the idea is that uh, transhumanism because of the internet ultimately leads to kind of like a human singularity project not all philosophy based on transhumanism is that but it, it the idea is that a lot of it is that, like, no matter what, the more humans merge with technology, the more humans will become merged with each other, and ultimately become like an amorphous thing. That's the, my it, down like, and dirty. Uh, it, it's like the understanding human singularity, though. It's like the human yeah, singularity,
0: or what uh, I mean. One of the topics that I like discussed about in one of my college courses was um, the Internet of Things, um, which is the idea that like everything is going to be linked. Um, or the idea that everything is linked together, um, so not, not just entirely.
1: Not all, um, but uh, in the philosophy of transhumanism, not all of it is human singularity, which if which is humans combining into one like of mind essentially. But some of it is, and it's my belief that that's ultimately the end goal of transhumanism. But some of it is just us ultimately becoming cyborgs. Now, my question is. Do you guys agree that the natural the natural evolution of humankind is transhumanism? If we are, as previously agreed upon, improvers, that we like, if if technology is there, we got to seize upon it. If we can put a Wi-Fi in our brain, we're gonna fucking do it sooner or later. Is that true? Is that the natural progression of things? And if so, is it true? If if that is the nat, well, let's just say, is that the natural progression of things that we also maybe become cyborgs and whatnot? And then I'll ask you then. I'll build off that. What do you guys think? Is it true? You can go first. I kind of think that... Let's I need mean, to put my thoughts together. Yeah.
2: I kind of think that the, the belief that that is the end goal seems very circumstantial. Um, and the reason mm. why I say that... I, th- mm, I, th- yeah. I, I say it, it's very circumstantial because it is based on... It is, like, assuming that X, Y, and Z happen. And I think that there is way, 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 way too many variables at hand to even predict that something like that will eventually occur or that something else may happen. I, I mean, like, I, I'm not... Uh, we, we were talking about, you know, being, like, improvers uh, as My, we are. It's a good Wojak. It's a good Wojak, it's, it's yeah. Um, but... At, at, at the same time, like you know, like uh, I, I also know that you know time isn't as it is. Like you know, always like progressing up in society. I mean, like in in the broadest term, it is. But we have like had points in, in society where like we have had like a dark ages per se, and you know we might have like a dark ages where internet does not exist, only for it to happen again in the future. Mm-hmm. So um, to say that like eventually it may happen, I'm not going to deny that like i'm not going to say like it won't train that i'm not going to say that like a human cybernetic hive mind won't exist i i've no idea i think that one thing we have to keep in mind is like our projection of like what we think the future will be uh, on what we think the future will be is actually what, what actually ends up happening, which, you know, like there, there are times that, that we've like predicted as to like, you know, where we are headed. And, you know, it's been just, you know, like absolute like fiction. It's, it's, it's cool as fuck. But I mean, like from like a, like, like a realistic standpoint, transhumanism as an idea is like extremely, it's extremely like intriguing, you know, um, from like my view, I mean, like, you know, as someone living in 2022 CE, uh, There's so much shit like pointing towards, you know, like what we're talking about, which is, you know, AI, um, you know, like adapting ourselves to have a, a, a human like a human user interface to machines that we own to, to, that, that that we create. And we can only assume that this just goes up, that 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 they just that that this will simply get closer and closer and closer together until we are one. And a part of me thinks that it's not that straightforward because um there comes a point of like practicality to it all and um maybe in a sense you know i am i think that maybe in a sense what i'm essentially trying to say is that i just don't think it will happen anytime soon whatsoever but maybe in like thousands of thousands of years it may because i feel like i feel like transhumanism or like becoming a, a hive mind is something that is not going to be a clear stair step up. We're going to have to go like down and then back up and then down and then back up and down and then back up again to even reach there because I feel like there's so many points in achieving truly something that, you know, no species has ever achieved before. We have never even like thought of or like imagined. Truly like something un- unfucking known is not something that is just going to go straight, straight, straight up into just like, oh yes, you know. It's a clear progression upwards to this point. I feel like you know we're bound to have like situations where you have you know entire societies that reject said things and uh, will either just like you know not participate or you know just you know totally prevent that kind of technology from progressing, whether it be. Uh, so some societies well, will opt out. Some societies may opt out, but I'm but, but I'm saying that you know like if, if like one society like opts if like you know uh, one society opts out, you know that'll probably raise red flags as to you know, like why is this society opting out? Maybe this other society is going to uh, is going to opt out as well when it comes down to you know like um, something such
1: as transhumanism. So um, transhumanism may fail in the marketplace of ideas. Transhumanism may fail in the general acceptance
2: of the human psyche from what i from from from, from what i'm kind of, from, from what i'm kind of getting at it's i would say that i would kind of like make it make it uh, analogous in a in, in a sense to um, like you know humans convincing other humans to go to the machine city in like the matrix and be one you know it's like it's i feel like at least for for me for just this you know this peasant living in 2022 that seems like an extremely hard sell for the average person and you know it's hard for me to say like if it's even going to be possible in the future because my stance now is that like that's probably going to take like hundreds of years hundreds of thousands of years if i do see it in my lifetime that's going to be insane like i feel like i I won't understand what like this world is anymore you know like imagine like you, you know how we look at boomers right now i'll be the boomer boomer plex man i won't know shit i won't know anything if 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 it's like like if if it's if if in 20 in in 2097 i'll be 100 years old that if if in 2097 then we'll have like essentially like a transhumanism like you know realm where like people communicate on ways that i am totally foreign to that's going to be so mind blowing i won't even know like what to do with myself you know it's like one of those things that you know me present day can't fully analyze like it's it's one of those things where it's like you know things like transhumanism and things like you know a warp drive from Star Trek which is a theoretical thing that will allow you to travel faster than light is very intriguing to ponder but I feel like it's not something that I can really say with confidence as to whether it is something that will happen or, or will not.
0: So to mix what Elliot is saying I, I have an interesting I think I have an interesting thought process on this. Um. So, I guess my thing on on this, and to mix what Elliot is saying, is that like sometimes there are things in life that like, oh hey, like it's almost like um like an adrenaline rush, right? You don't think you have the capability of doing it. You may think like so like. It's like... Oh yeah... Is this possible? No, I don't think it's possible. Then an adrenaline rush happens... And then the human body can do something... That you couldn't even imagine is possible... Because of it. I think that's kind of like... My thought process behind it... Is that like... We bring up all these ideas... And like... Humans will push forward... No matter what's in front of them. Right? Well. But sometimes sometimes it, it, it takes like the possibility of dying to like oh yeah, like unless we have this technology, this person's going to die, right? Or or hundreds or even like thousands of people are going unless
1: to die. Unless you stay home and wear a mask, all these people are gonna die.
0: Um, anyway. Um like unless like the idea of I guess what I'm trying to get at is that like sometimes in order to like in terms of like technology and like you like talk like let's just use the idea of um I mean well yeah let's use the idea of the matrix right they all everyone got into the like brain because the because earth was dying like the whole earth was dying. Like there was a nuclear war. Is that war. the
1: case, or wasn't? Was there a war with? Well, I thought there was a war Wait, with the robots. That what do you the mean? The brain
2: like, with the, the brain? Or, yeah.
1: The, you mean? What
2: do you say? Like, the, are you talking about the like the, the Matrix the city that. in the Matrix? Matrix? No, is not, the the city. A, not the machine city. Not the machine city. Are Zion?
0: No, 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 no. The the reason why everyone got into the um the Matrix the Matrix itself because it, it 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 didn't start it didn't start as um they were batteries and that it was like a purpose. Like I thought the earth like was about to die and they all were like, Oh, let's like, this is how we need to save humans. And then it turned no, no, no. into them being batteries. So uh, I, that's what or at least I, I, it's been a long, I, you know, in terms of like the lore of the matrix, it's been a long time. For I, the lore I, I of the
2: matrix, too for the lore of the matrix what 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 they said happened was essentially there, there was a war between like with between human and machine um machines essentially won and what they did is that like with humans that they could capture they basically were able to study humans and then breed their own humans as an energy source since the humans combating them got rid of their chief energy source which was solar power that uh, is the more.
1: oh uh, yeah. you're saying when
2: you saying the world dying you're talking about when the humans are like humans did not retreat to the matrix. No, no humans voluntarily did that. Humans were oh, bred okay, and okay. placed in the matrix by machines. Oh,
1: and, okay. And okay, okay. the humans like did something to like blot out the sun to yes. take away that solar power. That's what you're talking about when you're saying the world was dying. Uh,
0: yes. Y- okay. Yeah. So I got myself mixed up. Whenever, anyway, like, yeah. what what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at, is that like sometimes, like in order to push humankind to create greater things they need to be put like something needs to be like put in place for them to be like oh shit like unless if we do this we're going to die is what I'm trying to get
1: That there's going to be a worldwide pandemic or something
0: yes that's not what we're talking about but like that's what I'm getting at is that like In terms of what he's saying, like, like, you know, he doesn't think we'll see it in our lifetime. I'm not sure we'll see it in our lifetime either. But say there's something that, like, happens in our lifetime where, like, we need this, like, greater technology that'll push us towards, like, that transhumanism. I can, like, yes, because, like, the human humans want to survive you know it's just like it's like that animal instinct that like we need to to survive and no matter what is in front of us we will like push forward to it even if it means becoming a cyborg you know what i mean like because we
1: want to survive so people will do it because you're saying people will combine with technology because they believe it's in their best interest yes kind of yes but like
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Like that—that seems more of a like. Humans
1: act based on what they believe is in their best interest. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like Like that sounds different. Putting it like that sounds different than like, oh yeah, like humankind surviving versus self-interest sounds completely different, though. Like self-interest sounds uh, is like, I'm only doing it for myself versus like. Human, unless if humankind comes together to push forward, the humankind will will die as a whole. Does that make sense? No. Okay. Well, I don't. I mean, um, I, I don't. Really so wait, know wait. So are are are, like,
2: are you essentially saying like like Peyton like uh like like transhumanism? Like, are you saying that like there may be a point in time where like transhumanism may be like our only hope and stuff like that? And if like we don't do trans, like if we don't all put into transhumanism, then like. Our species will become extinct.
0: Yes, that no. that, that that's kind of some. That's
1: at. the way it would. That's the way it would proliferate. Correct. Yes. Pr- proliferate. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Okay.
0: Unless if it's like the last ditch scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, if because people want to be their own per- because people want to be their own thing. Individualism is a is a huge thing that people still want, and that's like. I mean, people, th- like, I, think I mean. People
1: think they want individualism. They actually don't. I think most people want to be a part of a stratified society and be told who they are and what they are. Dude, isn't the that? The illusion of individualism. That's what the last 30 years, uh, the last 50 plus years of American capitalism have taught us. So, isn't that what, what Ramy Malek said in the James Bond movie? Yeah. You fucking might as well have. I don't, that movie yeah. is so fucking. I couldn't pay attention to that movie. Um, so, what. <laughs> he, he had that fake accent. I couldn't understand
0: him. So, I think, in terms of, like, um I think humans go through like phases. Yeah. Um and I think we're in the terms of phases where what you're talking about is right because that has been what is happening. But um I think individualism will like there's going to be a phase of individualism. Like it's just like we're in the phase of like where people like what you were or just in favor of collectivism. Yes, we're in that like era, I guess is a better I shouldn't like phase era, um, but like it happens all the time. Where like sometimes the you know people want true individualism, and then sometimes there's eras or phases where people want collectivism. We are in a phase of people wanting collectivism, but. Eventually, there will be a phase where people want individualism because, at some point, like you know, there's a breakthrough for everything. It's not all going to disappear. Nothing's ever all going to disappear at once, because of what we were talking about earlier. Is like if there is, you know, human. uh, The the, back to the first, the very first quote we were talking about. Like, I mean, someone's going
1: to try and do it no matter what. No, exactly do you think okay
0: and then that'll push others to also do it i think that i i i mean like this,
1: this is a this year. is like a
0: huge grand like we're um, like this say uh, go on forever to kind but of like this put it into no, i think i think discusses. i think
1: you're right about that part yeah so i think that someone will always push for it for uh, the advance of technology to the point where it's uh, counterintuitive to kind of like put um to, to put this into like a very
2: like uh you know like I have no like proof what exactly happened thousands of years ago because I wasn't there but like if I were to put a hypothetical in where it's like um when humans first invented language um it was essentially such a ubiquitous tool that people like hooked on and eventually could like learn language and those who did not learn said language just you know could not participate in that society back then and and died off yeah so i would assume that like you know i i don't know if there were people back thousands of years ago who just like you know like like you know repented language as much as possible and said and like thought to themselves like these people that are making sounds like with their mouth like i will not be a part of this and stuff like that only to realize that it like you know language benefited like the the, the breadth of society like you I, mean,
1: know, I don't think humans those... existed before language i think language is what makes us human i think before language we're just neanderthals or chimps
2: yeah so so like whenever our our species like first became like became, I mean, well yeah i mean like i, I became yeah, I don't think... I, I mean, like, he, 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 homo, sapien, homo sapien is based off of, like, geological, like, remnants and DNA, not language. So it's like there, there were Homo sapiens that did not use language until, like, you know, X amount of time okay. ago. Okay. So, um, so, yeah, I guess, like, you know, if you think about something that, like, t- truly changed, like, the path for humans, it would be, like, you know, actual, like, language or, like, written language or, 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 or whatever it may be. And, like... Those people who did not use that, that like, you know, Homo sapiens that did not use that language, like they didn't like proliferate. They just ceased to exist. Like every yeah. every like human like alive today uses language in some in some form or another. Mm. So, yeah. so you're uh, saying it's
1: like an evolutionary thing. Do You think transhumanism isn't like you couldn't pass on your genes if you weren't able to communicate like using literal words, not just grunts and and, and pointing and symbols. Uh, we don't know to be able to pass on your genes. Do no. so you think that's the same thing with transhumanism? No, though? no, I
2: don't. I'm saying that we don't know exactly what led to what chicken or egg. I'm saying that like it's the same thing with trans, with transhumanism because the only because transhumanism we have no idea how advantageous that will be if if a little if a lot we don't know. So I can't tell you with defi- with a definitive answer if transhumanism is going to be something that is going to like transcend all things that we ha- like all things that we have now in favor of like transhumanism versus mm-hmm. like you know language being so ubiquitous that's like why we are the most <clears throat> that's why we are the most you know that's why we are at the top of the food chain is because we have language uh and can communicate like we do as humans that's the literally the the, the only wisdom that that's the only reason individualism did not get us there there are individualist creatures out there and none of them are as smart as we are dolphins the next species with the largest brain are not individualists and stuff like that. So I believe that there are certain things in society that are ubiquitously beneficial to everyone that will just catch on. I cannot say with infinity that with, with I can't say definitively that transhumanism will or will not. I have no idea. Yeah. But
1: So you're saying given that? but
2: but 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 given, you know, the progression, since it is something that will link us even further together, um, that may be something that we're headed towards. I'm not too sure.
1: So there may be like a future transhuman thing that's beyond humans as we understand now, beyond us that looks at us like we're chimps. Possibly, honestly, better yeah, better. I can
0: see that as a possibility. Yeah. Um, really quick to go back to my like collectivism and individual thing. Um, you know, um, my example for like, um. I guess the closest thing I and the only example I can think of in terms of like where we were as a society, um, for the co- collectivism, where the society was a collectivism, and then there was somebody that was like, "Hey, listen, you need to think about all this stuff in a different way," and literally changed everything. Would be Martin Luther with the church, um, asking all the what the you know when he posted the uh, question thirty five Theses? yes. Um, that was like that's the example I would give, in terms of like there's always going to be at least somebody that will break the barrier of collectivism.
1: There'll always be a dissident.
0: Yes, and it will will cause everybody to break free of the collectivism. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, that but that was like that was all I want. That was all I wanted to add, is um, mm-hmm. like I don't think like. Is collectivism scary? Yes. Um but I also don't think it's like we're never going to human society will never reach the point of like it will always be a collectivist society because that's just not human nature. So Well but I, like that yeah. that's just like a I think that's in my head. But I'm here's also here's one like, thing that I think a lot of I'm people I'm also an optimist. Yeah. I'm also an optimist. So, <laughs> to thing, be fair.
2: One thing that a lot of people just get really confused is that it's either one or the other. it yeah, can not. be both. But it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Martin Luther was not, like, some nomad out in the wilderness, dude. No. He was not, like... Like, he was living in society, participating in society. Like, he... Like you know, he was collective in a sense. Like you know, it's it, yeah. I, it's impossible to to be truly like you know individual. Like
1: yeah, I think, I think people don't understand that. In a society. I, I don't think people people yeah. people get locked into <laughs> binary with that and don't understand that a society is a collection of individuals who behave differently in a group, but ultimate, but also act under each individual uh, self interest at an individual level that sometimes when in a group the individual's like interest is to go along with the group and that like affects how group society group group psychology plays out Mm -hmm. so like like, the the, uh, individualist idea that everyone is just an individual all the time isn't exactly is is right but it's not entirely right under all circumstances and the idea that like but then the other idea where like groups have different principles that apply to them not as above so below not like that's not true either the idea that like groups have different rights than individuals have, or different principles applies, is false as well. Like people act differently in groups, yes, but people ultimately act in their own self-interest, um, as the underlying principle in basically all cases. In all cases, that's why communism
0: um, doesn't work.
1: As far as transhumanism goes, and yeah, of course it doesn't work. Uh, that's, that's, that's fact. Uh, but as far as trans, I don't know. I think transhumanism is very bad and it's an existential threat and i think that uh it's going to come through entertainment and i think a lot i think i think there will be dissidents like you're saying uh, but we're already seeing it uh it's already it's i mean like the metaverse is a thing the metaverse is essentially the matrix vr is essentially the matrix in many ways i think it'll come through entertainment and video games first as well as like you get enough. you know you get an, a neural will event will first be for People with you know who have uh, neurological problems that need you know need medical help, but then it'll catch on, and a lot more people will get. Like, it, it may take decades, but I think sooner or later, it's weird. It will catch that, uh... on if you don't get enough people. If if the dissidents don't become mainstream, if Martin, if there's not a Martin Luther who takes who gets a big following and says we're going to go not participate in the Catholic Church. And do our own thing, worship God in, in, in the way that we believe is right. Transhumanism will take hold. The only yeah. problem is there may still be a... Just like there's... Just like just because Martin Luther left, there wasn't still a Catholic church, there may still be transhumanists, like you said, because someone's always going to do it, yeah. going on their own track, and there's going to be people who refuse it going on their own track. Now, I don't see how those two groups don't come into conflict
0: oh they definitely will come into conflict
1: will one overtake the other sooner or later will the people that uh, are merged with technology and have limitless possibilities because of that technology be superior to the people that don't embrace it and just ultimately overtake them perhaps perhaps the diversity of people who are not bound by technology who are bound by nature perhaps that diversity will win in the end Mm. you know I don't but I don't believe that man's I don't believe that transhumanism operates on, like from my understanding on a, like a fundamental belief that man's ultimate next evolution is to merge with technology because we create technology that we have like outpaced evolution at our next evolutionary step is to embrace technology and we should become a part of it. I don't believe that's true. I don't accept that fundamental principle. Yeah. Uh, That's, that's my take
0: really quick. Do you uh, do you find it odd? So like, Neuralink is being used with you know to help, uh, you know the people that like really need it. Do you think it's kind of um, do you think it's kind of weird or do like, I kind of am like under the mindset that like you know, Neuralink has to be tested on a human at some point. Um, and do you think the idea of them, uh being the first subjects is to help people uh, as a way to like oh yeah these are our test subjects actually
1: well I mean that's that's you say are you trying to say, give like, like an ethical kind of like... Uh, per like an ethical kind of like uh, cast an ethical shadow on it that they're experimenting on people who are disabled to like as their test group.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, like we're making it sound like it's good, but in reality, it's like, oh, we're aiming towards the people that literally can't do anything else in you know, and like the only thing that they want is to be normal. Well, so like, I think there's... let's let's so like. And we can use that as a way to like test Neuralink out.
1: I, think, I mean, like
0: that's getting really deep into it and like basically conspiracy level type of stuff. I don't but think like, that's
1: conspiracy. I think that's just fairly obvious on the surface level. Um, what is obvious? I think. Well, I think so. I think there's. Oh, well, they've stated that Neuralink is primarily for people that have you know problems that can't walk. But they're you know, all. But they're. Walk. But but uh, he.
0: But Elon Musk has also said that the end goal is for Neuralink to be for everybody yes, that right. is what sells because that is what sells well yes, yes. Well, he's selling yes. a product to you I mean yes but also like how do you get this idea to actually te- like how do you test this idea on a human oh yeah, well, yeah. that's I mean, like,
1: that's surface level I mean uh, the, no one's hiding that I'm, well I,
0: obviously we, they're they're coming out like I mean it's, I th- it's, I th- the, the, they're coming out and this,
1: this is like fairly yeah. universal that like uh, newer sciences are always tested on a subgroup and will be tested on people that are not for one reason or another the do not represent the majority of society for one reason or another um, and it's I don't think as an, as an ethical, as a fundamental ethical question, I don't think it's wrong for scientific research to be conducted on people who that scientific research may benefit if they're you know uh have informed consent, you know if it's like uh this new cancer techno this new cancer treatment could go really great or it could go really bad, but I don't really have a whole lot of other options for cancer treatment, so fuck it yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna opt in I'm gonna do this
0: like if I'm gonna and,
1: die and I might as well die yeah. like might as well give it a shot
0: I might as well die knowing I at least tried to like. Hey, if this works, I live. If I don't, I was gonna die within the next year anyway. So, so. yeah,
1: and I don't think there's anything un- un- unethical about uh, people being allowed to make the free choice with their own body to participate in experimental medicine, and that, and then ultimately that medicine, like throughout history, goes on to become mainstream. And that's just that's art. That's just like ideas in general. Like it's not yeah, just science yeah, and medicine, yeah, yeah. but whether or not neuralink is ethical is kind of irrelevant to what how it starts. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we can ev- evaluate the ethics of neuralink based on the content of Ghost in the Shell where the trash man his neuralink gets hacked and now he's doing fucked up shit.
0: Yeah, yep. You
1: know what I mean? And it's really easy to see how that would play out. And that's and the like problem. you said Elliot people will pay for that. You they, they will it pay will pay be more. sold to them. It will no. not be forced on them. Per se, I mean, it may there may come to a point where you exist in a society where it's like get a cell phone or you can't really exist in modern society. Get an earbender or you can't really exist in modern society. Mm-hmm. But it is a product that will be sold to people for a yeah. profit. Well, and I mean, that's, look that's at the problem with, with corporations. I mean, look at look yeah.
0: at like yeah. you can't. I mean, like
1: with who are you? Monopolies. Who
0: are you if you can't yeah. be on social media? So like yeah. social media is like. Basically, a need. It's basically a need right now to do anything politically. It's basically anything a need, artistically. anything artistically, like, and you, you uh, uh, like, to go along with what you are saying. Like, yeah. we're already living in a point to where it's like, oh yeah, like, but is, is in that, terms of that, does
1: that stuff, reinforce the transhumanist argument that that's just the natural evolution of mankind?
0: I'm, I'm still on boat with, like, some... Like, I'm still on boat with, like, there needs to be something in desperation to be pushed that way. But knowing how the world works and everything, um, I can see it happening. I just... I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime. Yeah. Personally. So, but, like, I can see it happening. I can definitely see it happening. It just... Humankind needs to be pushed well, to. I, I wasn't. To I
1: wasn't asking if that if it will happen. I think. It, I think. I'm not sure if it will happen or not. I think I agree with you that there are factor. I think I agree with both of you that there are multiple factors as to whether or not it will happen. Factors that uh, we as the living have a say in. Um, but like, does the idea that like all these other all of these other technologies have become ubiqui- ubiquitous throughout society and necessary through society, is that proof? That merging with technology is true is oh, our yeah. destiny. Is that proof of their metaphysical suppositions? You know what I'm saying? Is is that that because that's the proof that they're going on. The, 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 I, my understanding is the transhumanist perspective is like you already are a cyborg you're because saying, you interface with a Wi-Fi connected Is that the next evolution? Is that the next that, evolution? That, I mean, that's that's the the belief of transhumanism. Yes. Yeah. Um. I I kind of,
0: I I would. um, I, I I would agree. I'm curious what you think. I would agree with it. That it is the next evolution. Yeah, whether it'll take a hundred years, a thousand years, um, or however long, I don't see it happening in my lifetime. I do think that it'll happen because, like, eventually technology will become a. In my opinion, eventually technology will become so like it'll become something that like doesn't need a battery or like well say it needs a battery but like that battery is going to be something that is um made that's going to be something that you just like you get you get it from the sun right and then it'll last x amount of time like it'll yeah, last yeah. so long the like, power supply is just not really an issue yeah well that's what i mean like because like technology we've already seen technology move so fast in our lifetime like i mean look at like what the technology was during world war ii like and that was not even a hundred years ago and like we're i mean look at the roaring 20s look at what the roaring 20s was and look at how far we've come in just a hundred years
1: uh, you're going to say something. Um, what was I going to say? I like, was going to so say. So, yes,
0: I think it's inevitable. Yes, Honestly, so... I think it's inevitable. I was going to
1: say that
2: um, if transhumanism, as we understand it, uh, does, if that does take, like, essentially take over mankind as we know it and it becomes something greater than mankind, it will only be if it universally benefits and not universally deters those people i.e like again I'm, I'm referring to like like the last thing that like you know essentially made our species into, into what it was which was language language universally benefited everyone instead of deterring them so mm-hmm. the only way that neuro that you know uh that transhumanism will ever reach that 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 sense of like evolution is if it universally benefits everyone obviously i think that you know we just i really don't think that we have uh, enough information and enough know-how to go off of just sitting on this couch to kind of like form a proper like opinion on it because it's something that like we are like that that we're taking that with that that it's something that that we're kind of like trying to analyze based from like a an, from an incredibly biased standpoint of like corporations preying on the public. So yeah. uh, again, like the, the human language was invented by no one. It was like you, you know it just like, happened. It, it just happened. So you know, I mean, like obviously, it, it, it's like one of those things where like you know, if you if you look at if you look at social media, if you look if you look at the internet, I, I think you know I'll, I'll just say the fucking internet because the internet is everything that we have today. It's like, yes, there are like incredibly bad things that happen on the internet, uh, incredibly bad things that the internet has caused, but overall, it's o- overall, like the impact is like immeasurably like positive. Um, that being said, you know, like I, I, I stated before there, like, you know, we've had dark ages in the past where certain things are like removed from, a, r- removed from society based off of like, you know, unjust, ba- based on like, you know, from, from like unjust people in power. Um, i.e. like the dark ages and stuff like that and like i think that that's what i wanted like the biggest things in society like that's why i think one of the biggest things in society is a collective effort towards something for a greater good i.e. like like the, the greater scientific field and scientific method um and uh and just like overall just like open source development of said things i.e like linux is you know was like founded by like this one person or like two people but it's open source and now like linux is linux is like a ubiquitous choice for like development and all kinds of stuff like people who make programming languages that is ubiquitous it's not like you know it's like it is a language in and of itself it doesn't like you know like it doesn't like you know like it's not like good or bad and stuff like that it's, it's merely like a vessel for like carrying like whatever may happen so.
0: well i mean it's like social media as a whole right like most social media most of the major social media aspects or outlets today the people who created them didn't have anything in mind about them becoming what they are today mm-hmm. facebook wasn't made to be what it was today yeah. it just became what it was it is up to the people yes to rid
2: society of unjust rulers such as those that we encounter day to day and replace them with things that are better for you know society as a whole and we are now at like a standpoint where you have like what a handful of companies you know dealing with like all of our day to day Networking on the internet, which is never good. Mm-hmm. So it is up to us as humans to rid ourselves
0: from that. And I think it majority is not. Are,
1: uh, it's slowly coming them. around. It is. Well,
0: yeah. and I think that's like, uh, I think that's a given, I think that's a pure like, oh, so, hey, like to prove his point, to prove what he's like talking about, that's kind of like what is like slowly happening in terms of like that type of thing so in in that methodology that is
2: where our power as like a power as a group to speak with each other and communicate is of utmost importance versus what ethan was touching on which is mob mentality which is the opposite because you are not communicating individualism is very beneficial because it allows independent thinking and evaluation of own personal circumstances. When you are communicating with other people, you are bringing what you have to the table and there is cross-reference and all that kind of stuff involved. And essentially your individualism plays into the public eye, which matters the most, because um, as much as we love to glorify people for being like the one person that did one thing, 90% 90% of the achievements that humankind ever did was because of many, 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 mm. many people. Not just one, you know, like, you know, as much as we want to say, like, you know, Albert Einstein, like, you know, he was such a genius, you know, like that he, you know, f- figured out equals MC Square and stuff like that. But he couldn't have done any of that if he didn't, like, understand the collective efforts of, like, people before him, like, um, like all these mathematicians from past ages, past ages and stuff like that and i think that like kind of glorifying singular people only gives those singular people even more power to like give them those god complexes in a sense where like you have people that essentially were lucky and were extremely smart and contributed a lot to society like isaac newton and albert einstein and they weren't in it for you know for, for power and money and stuff like that they simply wanted to know things and they wanted you know I, I don't know their their true intentions to benefit society but they were literally like genuine uh, like geniuses and like smart decent people and stuff like that and I think that one of the biggest things that we just kind of like see are headlines that say like you know the past millennia like most influential people and stuff like that and that's great to look at but taken out of context, it makes them look like they are better than the rest of us, like the the good of the people. And as soon as we start putting these inventors or founders or authors above the rest of us, then we lose our power. We lose our power. It's great that the guy who invented Linux invented Linux, but the contributions from everyone else is what makes it what, what it is today. And I think that that's kind of what matters is that like, you know, the tone to line between like your individual efforts towards like public efforts is like how language can exist is probably how you know if it does you know if if the public eye sees you know transhumanism as like something that is taking us beyond the stars beyond our comprehension that will surely catch on but again it's 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 never like you know if it is if it is you know truly for the best in the public eye. It's not going to be partisan. It's going to be, you know, bipartisan or, you know, unipartisan for, like, everyone. It's, it's going to be truly yeah, a global effort. So, if
0: you, like, I guess this is a weird, like, analogy. It's not really an analogy, but, like, let's say you put, because we keep on talking about language, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you put somebody that speaks English in a room with somebody that speaks, like, that, that speaks Spanish, right? they're not gonna know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. But if they're stuck together, eventually they'll teach each other the what they'll de Yeah, Mm -hmm. they'll develop a way to talk to each other. Um, but the only way they can do that is if they work together. Mm -hmm. Is like I mean I know that's like a really simplistic way of what you're talking about, but like no yeah but like that's kinda at least that's how I'm like taking what you're saying is like Yeah you You know
1: it'll only catch on if it wins in the marketplace no no i mean like
0: even like i was just working
2: on like this show at at wqbd with um with people that uh that were not that that were not hearing or they just basically used american sign language and i don't know any american sign language except for like two things but i had to like drive these people who were deaf essentially like to and from their airbnb and stuff like that but through me basically trying to explain through hand gestures they knew exactly what i was talking about if i tried to ask them like if you wanted to like go out here why i find parking or something like that mm-hmm. it's probably and,
1: also because they're used to dealing with people who don't know als but it's, also, it's, but it's yeah, also yeah. like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still yeah. adaptation yeah it's still adaptation but in like it's adaptation on together. my part it's not yeah. on
2: their part it's on my part that i'm gonna that i'm like trying to like willing to figure do. out how to visually explain something with my hands yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's like one of those things where it's like you know it is like adaptation yeah exactly but exactly
3: you guys want to wrap this up yeah we're, we're getting up. Up. Oh, we're, we're
1: at three that's a very big white pill on the whole like it will win out if it's good it'll win out I, yeah uh, yeah man yeah, I'm that's, an inco- optimist. that's encouraging uh, I'm I, I am an optimist, optimist. Am but, an
0: but, but, optimist yeah. so like i'm yeah, on I'm, I'm, balanced. I'm, I'm on elliot's boat is yeah like, obviously, I'm an optimist. obviously I'm there's a, like
2: there's like a lot of like fucking there's black pills everywhere man you know, there's, there's a lot of bullshit, but I think, I, you know, in the end, you know, I mean, like, if, if we didn't, ha- I mean, like, I feel like all I talk about is fucking, like, I've talked about language this whole fucking podcast. I'm like some language simp, but it's like, it's language like, simp. but, but it's if like, you know,
1: watch it on the subs, <laughs> we put subtitles.
2: On. Um, but it's like, I guess like the, the, the more and more, like, I just think about language as a whole, like, you know, as long as we have the ability to like communicate with each other and actually like exchange like ideas, then like we can like do everything. I feel and like that. That's the white pill, you know. That's the white pill. All right. Um, Shall we wrap
1: this up? Yeah, I don't really know how. Very, very full bladder. I don't really know how we'll
0: wrap this up, other than like that was a good show. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Other than like that Uh, was a good show. We already gave our thoughts. thoughts. I mean, I I feel like those are
1: all kind of final thoughts. Yeah, we gave our thoughts. That's why we gave our uh, thoughts
0: on the movie in the beginning. I think this is why we we. we, it was a good idea to give our thoughts on the movie in the beginning because uh, I like.
2: I'm going on the black market to look for some thermoptic camouflage. If you if you see me there, you know I'm I'm willing to buy.
1: So if you know where we can get some of that camouflage, leave a comment. Yeah,
2: leave a comment. Subscribe um,
1: to our Instagram. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you guys like this, we'll be coming back with this. Uh, it's loud on our end. It's not loud on this end. Hold on, okay. I'm just gonna pick that up. I'll fix this.
0: I'll fix this. All
1: right. Yeah. Uh, thank you for watching. We're hopefully gonna to come back and talk about more of this shit in the future. Uh, oh, there we go. Let's talk more about this shit, no matter what, like yeah. just in different contexts. We'll probably have another Ghost in the Shell episode in the future. Uh, don't, give in, don't give in. Don't give into the hive mind. Don't. don't or give give it do have if. If that's not the, the collective, collective if, hu- the, if that's the collective good, I guess. If maybe, that's yeah, but not yet. Good. If that's not, good not yet. Good, then not joined. yet.
0: But, not but yet. Maybe, maybe. not. Actually, we all have to. But I don't think does. you
1: should. <laughs> but that's a good point. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Uh, watch anime. Go lures.
0: Watch anime.
1: we're Learn, learn anime. the code. Learn to code? God I don't even know how to code. Do you know? I don't, I don't really show my code. I don't I, I could probably, I could probably teach do, like, me a code? I don't know shit.
0: Code. I could probably, <laughs> dude, I could probably do, like, command line, telnet,
2: and, like, basic, like, HTML CSS.
1: Right, are we still rolling?
0: Yeah, but, uh, alright, have a good play. night, everybody. Peace. Um, hope you have a lot to think about now. That's, um, too much I all right have a good night everybody see you next time with the tattoo cast have a good night